And a game getting underway six minutes early tonight as it's Benton Lafayette uh, starting things off. Tommy Rezach, Matt Pike, Benton with the offense first, moving right to left. Starting on the Lafayette 25-yard line on first and 10, it is Landon Stallsworth who gets the first carry. Senior running back slash linebacker takes it up the left side for about six yards. Be second down and four coming up. Again, starting at about 6.54, it's Benton and Lafayette in quarter number one as Benton will get 18 plays, then Lafayette will get 18 plays, and we'll move to quarter number two. At quarterback for Benton, it is Jackson Rich, a sophomore, as he takes a shotgun, a quarterback drop the right side, and he gets buried at the line of scrimmage, if not a little bit behind. Tackle made there by uh, Lafayette. That's a hard jersey number to read. This Lafayette's got like got black jerseys and black numbers with these this gold trim. Matt, did you get a? Good I did, look? I did not. I did not have my binoculars up in time to see who made the tackle there. Well, well, a good stop for the Lafayette defense, nonetheless, as it is a loss of one yard for the quarterback Jackson Rich, replacing Carson Newland, who just uh, recently graduated. Just graduated last year. Third and five for Benton as Rich goes back to throw. Pass caught on the near side to Devin Hoffman. And Hoffman eludes a tackler. He's inside the 10. Down all the way to the five-yard line. we got a penalty marker down. It'd be a 15-yard gain, but a penalty came toward the end of the play as Lafayette's Lucas Michael makes the stop near side at the five-yard line. We'll see what the call is here. About to pick up the flag. I think it's going to be a hold on Benton the way it's looking. Yep, and that is what we're looking at. It is a hold. And, yeah, the flag's on Benton, so that 15-yard uh, gain. Again, it was a pass from Rich to Devin Hoffman. That is negated. So it was third and five, and now it becomes third and 15. That is a hold. Now, remember, this is a replay of third down, so that does count towards uh, Benton's play count. So this will be the fourth play of Benton's possession. Each team gets 18 plays on offense, and then the possession will change as each team starts their possession on their opponent's 25-yard line. So Benton's moving right to left as we speak, quarter number one in this Jamborino score. As again, it is uh, Jackson Rich in the gun, running back off to his left. He scrambles left, does Rich, and a wide open catch inside the 20-yard line to Devin Hoffman. He falls out of bounds on his own accord at the 17-yard line. Not quite enough for a first down. Needed to reach the 16. That is a pickup of 13 yards on the play in the first official completion for Jackson Rich as the senior receiver Devin Hoffman makes a nice grab. Yeah, nice little read there by Rich. He was on in motion there to the left, but followed the line, followed the blocking grade, and got the pass off to Hoffman. So it will be fourth down and two for Benton. Ball at the Lafayette 17-yard line. Again, if it's a turnover on downs, they go back to the 25. He's got quarterback Rich in the gun with split backs. He puts it in the belly of Adrian Bird, a returning starter from last year. Bird up the middle. He's able to run through some arm tackles across the 15. That's a first down. And so Benton will keep the drive going here as they fail to convert on third, but do convert on fourth down, and Adrian Bird has his number called for the first time, and it's enough to move the chains. And that was a nice little Le'Veon Bell-like move there from Bird, kind of stopping there, waiting for that hole to open up, and then got a feel for the first down. Gain of about five yards there. So, again, Benton started this drive, started this jamboree first and 10 at the Lafayette 25. So Benton is in the red zone, first and 10 at the Irish 12-yard line. Good crowd on hand. I see red, I see blue, I see green all below us. All three schools showing out. And now we got Jackson Rich under center 
with two running backs behind him, a tight end on the right side. He hands it off up the middle. Bishop Rush makes a nice move, and he's into the end zone as he cuts up the middle into the linebacking core and touchdown Benton. Bishop Rush, the all-MEC linebacker, the state medalist in wrestling this past year, cuts it upfield, 13 yards, rushes in there, and Benton takes a 6-0 lead. And you heard Keaton talk there in the pregame about how, how Rush would act as their fullback this year, and that's exactly what you want to see from your fullback, a guy that can just power through there, keep those legs churning, get to the end zone. Nice run by Rush. And so with that touchdown, it's 6-0, no point afters in this jamboree. Benton has run, by my count, six plays, so they'll march it back, first and ten, Benton, here we go again at the Lafayette 25-yard line. So, again, it has a game-like feel, but some fun twists in this jamboree. Jackson Rush again under center, one receiver each way, and movement up front. I think it's offsides on Lafayette. Bishop Rush in the backfield with Rich. Benton pointing, and it is indeed false start against the Irish. So the first penalty against Lafayette. Again, quarter number one we are in. No running clock in this jamboree. Benton Lafayette now. Central Lafayette next, and then Central and Benton. Central warming up in the opposite end zone. From where we sit, Benton is again now first and 15 at the Lafayette 30, moving right to left. So they're attacking the left end zone. But out in the right end zone, you got the Central Indians warming up. Rich under center with two running backs in the backfield, one receiver each way on play action. Rich stands in the pocket, throws a wobbly deep ball, but open and caught by Denver Doman, who takes it in. Touchdown, Cardinals. Denver Doman, the first team All-MEC tight end last year, had over 700 yards receiving, and on Doman's first catch, it is a 30-yard touchdown reception. That is just the second time that Jackson Rich has gone to the air, and now Benton leads it 12 to nothing. I'm not sure who lost him, but that that whole route, I had my eyes on Denver Doman going straight downfield, and so did and so did Car uh, Car Carter Rich there uh, with uh, or is it Jackson Rich. I Jackson Rich. Jackson yeah. Rich. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, Carter Rich. Nice pass there. Not Jackson little, Rich. Oh, Jackson Rich. I said Carter, Carter again. again. I keep yeah. seeing Carter right here on on my roster. <laughs> uh, and uh, but yeah, nice pass by him there. Yeah, it was a wobbly ball. I thought it was going to be short, but Doman got in front of his defender, caught it, had to come back for the ball, did a full 180, and went into the end zone. And now on Jack Jackson Rich, initially goes back to throw, then decides to scramble on a quarterback draw, gets nowhere. That time the stop is made by Lafayette's Javante Sims. Big man, sophomore, also plays tight end for the Irish. It'll be second down and 11, loss of one yard for Rich. Rich does have three carries for 11 yards and a rushing touchdown. Denver Doman, one catch for 30 yards and the score. 12-0 Benton. And by my count, they've run 10 plays on offense. So still eight plays to go. They got time to really do some damage here. Obviously, Jackson Rich, big opportunity for him. A sophomore, 180 pounds, taking over for the very talented Carson Newland. Denver Doman, his senior year, looking to do big things on the gridiron and on the hardwood for Benton. Trips left for the Cardinals. Tight end is Doman on the right side. Rich in the gun. He's got Rush off to his left. On play action. Oh, good pass protection as Rich throws one out in the flat. It is incomplete. Bobbled by Adrian Bird. Great pass pro there by Bishop Rush. And that allowed Rich to scramble to his left. Had an open man, but Adrian Bird bobbles the throw. It is incomplete, and that will make it third down and 11. And almost three points there for Lafayette, but they couldn't quite reach the interception on the bobble as it was going to the ground. So it'll be third and 11 for the Benton Cardinals. Ball on the Lafayette 31-yard line. Cardinals moving right to left on a beautiful night for football here at Spratt Stadium. I'd say now under partly sunny skies, the threat for rain has, I think, moved away from St. Joe. 77 degrees. Rich under center. 
to a tight end, a receiver on the left, one receiver right, and it's a reverse, a couple of handoffs, one to Bird, and then Bird gives it to Andrew Daughtry, who gets upfield. He has enough for the first down across the 15 and down to the 13-yard line. So that'll be a pickup of 13 yards for Andrew Daughtry, junior running back, 155 pounds, his first carry, and it's a good one. Took it from the 26 all the way to the 13, so that is a pickup of 13 yards. They move the chains, convert on third down for the first time. Does Benton. The Cardinals up 12 to nothing. This will be the 13th play of their possession, and then Lafayette will get it for 18 plays. The only way the Irish can score right now is if they get an INT or a fumble recovery. Either one's worth three points. Rush, excuse me, Jackson Rich under center on play action. Back to throw with time over the middle into traffic. Ball was bobbled and it is incomplete. Nearly intercepted in and out of the hands of Devin Hoffman. Making a play on the ball there for Lafayette. Number 22, Caden Hughes, the senior defensive back. And it'll be second down and 10. That yeah. was close. Uh, yeah, those and those are plays that the Jamboree's perfect for working out those kinks. He threw kind of right there into what looked like triple coverage to me, at least. I might have been, I might have missed it, but uh, but that's something you won't want to do <laughs> come next week. Second down and ten for the Benton Cardinals. Ball at the Lafayette 19-yard line again. Benton moving it right to left. Cardinals up 12 to nothing. No running clock. This will be the 14th play of the Benton possession, I think. <laughs> that is the unofficial count. Rich is under center with split backs. One receiver, uh, two receivers left, rather. He's got uh, Adrian Bird split out wide to the left. And they uh, give it off to Landon Stallsworth on a reverse. He goes left, finds nowhere, cuts it all the way back to the right, to the 10, to the 5, the 3, to the 2, to the 1. He reaches, and he gets into the end zone for a touchdown. There is a flag down on the play. Landon Stallsworth, the senior, they gave it to him on an end around left, found nowhere to go, cut it all the way back right. And a penalty marker, it's assessed against Benton. Again, I can't, the Mike, the uh, ref mics aren't operating for a high school game, so kind of hard to hear, and we're in an enclosed booth, so hard to hear what the call is. And they moved the ball back to the 25-yard line, though. Well, not sure if that counted or not. I think it was on, oh, on sportsmanlike conduct. That's the signal I saw. Okay, so the touchdown does count. There we go. Yep. So Andrew Daughtry takes it in from 11 yards out for the touchdown. So Daughtry now with two carries, 24 yards and a score. And by my count, Benton only has about three or four plays left. So make it 18-0 Cardinals. As now on play action in at quarterback is Devin Hoffman. And Hoffman throws right side. Short pass is complete to, I believe, Bishop Rush that time, number eight. That is Rush on the catch. Rush takes it up for a gain of seven. First time Rush's number has been called. And that is the final play for Benton. So I was off by a couple. So Benton scores three times, three touchdowns, a rushing score by Jackson Rich, to a rushing score by Andrew Daughtry, and then a receiving score by um, Denver Dolman. So at the end of 18 plays, now Lafayette will take over. So 18 to nothing Benton in quarter number one of this jamboree. And again, we saw one pass completed. It was Devin Hoffman who went back to throw. And he completed that one to Bishop Rush. So they will reset here. Well, it looks like maybe Benton still has a few more plays. It's still first and 10. Is, is this maybe those JV snaps? Maybe I think that's maybe what they're doing, yeah. Yeah, so if I look on the – it was the Central Indians that had the – 
Jamboree rules on their page. Let's see. 18 offensive plays by each team each quarter, 12 recorded snaps, first team, and six unrecorded snaps, subs, and JV. That's different from last year. Yeah, and say, I say I noticed some of these guys looked like maybe they were smaller or young freshman uh, people, you might say. So. <laughs> freshman people? <laughs> freshman people. A little shorter I, in stature? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I would say, but I mean, I think it's good that they do these, even if it is different from last year, just because, you know, you want to get these young guys some experience here. So this is a perfect time. So let's see, kind of a wildcat formation here for Benton with two running backs. Under center is Carter Rich, a freshman, and he gives it off to Gage Snodgrass. See, these are six snaps with the JVs and subs unrecorded. Gage Snodgrass, another freshman, cuts it on the right side, pick up a five yards. So Benton does lead it 18 to nothing, three touchdowns by the varsity team. So 12 varsity snaps, six JV slash sub snaps. I didn't think, yeah, they kind of just paused and reset. I thought all 18 plays counted toward the same thing. That's kind of what it was last year, but a little different twist. And again, as Matt said, good opportunity for these youngsters to showcase their skills. I mean, it is, you're hitting a team that's not your own. It's, it's good practice for these youngsters for sure. Good crowd on hand. I mean, this is, you know, arguably one of the bigger crowds some of these guys will play in front of this year. Again, in that quarterback, freshman Carter Rich, two running backs behind him and a fullback, gives it to number 42, Caden Lee, 165-pound sophomore. Lee with nothing up the middle. Tackle made by Lafayette's Demare Howard, another sophomore on the line for the Irish. 18 to nothing, Benton. Rushing touchdown by Andrew Daughtry. Touchdown throw and run. By starter, sophomore quarterback Jackson Rich. Benton running. This will be about three more plays with the JV and subs. And then we'll see Lafayette's first team offense take over and flip the field. Still in the first quarter. Second quarter will feature Central and Lafayette going at it. Under center is Carter Rich. Again, with two running backs behind him. And elects to just, again, hand it off to Caden Lee on a third and five. Lee gets a little more breathing room that time, but still a little bit short of the first down. Big man up front for Lafayette leading the stop. That'd be Brett Wools Woosley. Brett Woosley, junior offensive and defensive lineman. Gain of about two for the youngster, Caden Lee. So that'll bring, bring up fourth down and three for the Benton JV. You know, and besides a great chance for the youngsters to get this opportunity in front of a crowd like this, it's also a great opportunity probably for Keaton and his coaches, besides in practice, to get an opportunity to look at these younger guys, to see what kind of depth they have, uh, you know, just in case a guy like Andrew Daughtry uh, gets hurt or something during the season, you're getting a good chance here to see what, you, what you've got on store behind him. And getting a quarterback, Carter Rich, under center with two running backs behind him. Play action. Rich rolls to the right. Little time to throw. Now he's going to run. He's got the first down to the 15. Then he's pancaked down right around the 10-yard line. Tackle made there for Lafayette, number 32, Gabe Sisk. Brings him down. That'll be a first down, though, for the Benton JV group. So, yeah, probably only one or two more snaps here for Benton. Then we'll see Lafayette. On display, still in this first quarter, 18 to nothing Cardinals with three touchdowns scored on their first three possessions. So the varsity squad with three possessions, 12 plays scored on each possession. That's pretty good. First down and goal for the Benton JV. Ball at the Lafayette 10. In Kate, uh, it is again Carter Rich under, shot, uh, under center. We had Jackson Rich to start. Now we got Carter. 
Here's a handoff. Gage Snodgrass again. Gage got the first carry of this drive. Gage goes between center and guard on the right side. Gain of two. Well, up to the eight-yard line. It'll be second down and goal. It's a nice little Feels like they've run more than six snaps. Yeah, I, I, I was I was thinking the same thing, but hey, well, you know, get, give them a chance maybe yeah. to, maybe maybe to score. <laughs> On second and goal from the eight. In the gun is Carter Rich. Running back on his right is Caden Lee. Two receivers right, one to the left. This is the first time that Carter Rich has not been under center. As he gets the snap movement up front, delay of game, or excuse me, offsides rather, offsides. Oh, so against, yeah. And it's against Lafayette, so that'll yeah. bump the ball up to the three. Lafayette called on two penalties in this first quarter. Uh, so I couldn't tell the number there, but just kind of got a little, little jumpy there on, on the line. Second and goal for the Benton JV. Ball at the Lafayette three-yard line in this first quarter. Getting down to the last few snaps for Benton. And we'll see Lafayette's offense in action. No running clock again in this jamboree. But by the time you run three quarters, everyone gets 18 plays. It doesn't equate to a complete game, but we'll be out here for a little while by the time it's all said and done. Carter Rich under center. Play action, back to throw, ooh, deep ball into the back of the end zone, overshot though, looking for Austin Zambrano, freshman, and that will do it for the Benton offense. So now we'll reset, and Lafayette will get a chance to go on offense, 12 snaps for varsity, 6 for JV. 18 to nothing Benton though after that, no turnovers for the Cardinals, so now it's up to this Lafayette offense, as we were talking in pregame, Matt, so there's some youngsters on Lafayette, big opportunity, but big shoes to fill. Jaron Saunders was kind of the star of this game last year, this jamboree. Three touchdowns total, was slinging it all over the field to Kingston Oliver, Carlos Cortez, and others. So uh, important for these Lafayette guys to get off to a good start this yeah, year. Yeah, very important there. And I think it'll be, especially with a new coach, you're kind of learning a new system. Because even these guys that maybe played last year, it'll be big for them uh, there to, to get a chance to actually run this new system in kind of a game setting. Thank all of you for joining us on this broadcast on stjosephpost.com. That's Matt Pike. I'm Tommy Rezach, and here comes the Lafayette offense. Benton up 18 to nothing. The first of 18, uh, excuse me, the first of 12 snaps for Lafayette coming up here. Under center, quarterback for them, junior Jackson Compton, especially or uh, expected to be a leader in the uh, in the defensive secondary as well as at quarterback. And on first down, hands off to Tristan Marty, a senior. Marty fumbled the ball, dove on it himself, lost five yards. And that'll back Lafayette up. So clean handoff. It looks like just Marty was trying to get free a little bit. And uh, Marty, and he lost five yards there. It'll be second and 15, Lafayette. Got a little sloppy there on the transfer, trying to tuck it away. Jackson Compton straight back to throw on second down. And the gun rolls to his right. Pocket collapsing, throws it far side. Wobbly throw overshot his man. And these Lafayette numbers are hard to read. It's dark numbers on dark jerseys. Trying to get my... Uh, binoculars dialed in here. Uh, two, maybe? Number two. I think. <laughs> I, I need new binoculars. Well, number two, yeah, that'd be Blakely Eaton, wide receiver. Yep. Incomplete, third and 15. <clears throat> so, again, turnover on downs, turnover. Um, ball would go back to the 25-yard line for Lafayette. Lafayette moving right to left. Benton leading 18 to nothing this first quarter. 
This drive started on the Benton 25 by Rule. Jackson Compton again out of the gun. Now rolls left over the middle. Passes caught Malik Reed, a returning starter from a year ago. Reed gets up to about the 22-yard line, tackled there by Denver Doman. They actually mark him up to the 20, three yards shy of a first down, but that's a 12-yard grab for Malik Reed, senior wearing number one. First completion of the day as well for Jackson Compton. And that was a nice job by Compton, too, to get that completion off because he, he had two Cardinals bearing down on him. So to be able to get that off under pressure, it's, it's a very good, uh, good, good pass for him. Fourth down and call it four for Lafayette. Ball at the 19. Again, Jackson Compton rolling to his right. Plants running again. He's going to get hit, and he falls down. It's a sack. Benton's Brett Henderson wrapped him up. Compton nearly got away, but couldn't keep his balance. Falls down, and it's a turnover on down. So that's a big stop for Benton if they want to try and win uh, this first quarter against Lafayette. Benton has not won the Jamboree since 2015. So that's a big stop. So four plays, Lafayette unable to move the chains. And so they'll put the ball back to the 25-yard line, first and 10 for the Irish. Irish kind of in slate gray jerseys with dark green helmets, bright green, dark green numerals with gold trim. Benton, bright red jerseys, white helmets, white pants with red stripes. On first down, Lafayette back to the ground game. Not much as Jackson Kanaski swallows up Tristan Marti. Marti, his second carry went for, his first one went for negative five. That goes for zero. Great start for the Benton defense here. Oh, yeah, and, you know, Kevin Keaton talked about their pregame. A lot of these guys, you know, before they were kind of sliding them in, before they were ready, but these guys are ready to go, and they're showing it. Still in our first quarter, 18 to nothing Benton. The Cardinals have run their offensive plays. This is the sixth snap for the Lafayette varsity offense. 12 snaps for varsity, six for JV. One receiver split out left is Antonio Williams. Now the motion man is Blakely Eaton. Goes from right to left. Two receivers left, one to the right. Snap back to Compton in an empty backfield. Steps up in the pocket, under some heat, rolls to his left. He's mobile. He pump fakes. He's going to try and run. Kind of ran out of time and options. Gets up to the 20-yard line. Got pushed a little bit toward the end of the whistle there. Jackson Kanaski gets up, and a little bit of words exchanged after the snap. Officials converge. No flags. Good little run there, though, for Jackson Compton. Pretty mobile kid as he gets five yards on the scramble. And that will make it third down and five for Lafayette at the Benton 21. 18-0 Cardinals. One receiver left again is Antonio Williams. Two receivers right and a tight end on that side. Again, the man in motion is Blakely Eaton from right to left. Compton in the gun. Marti off to his right. Compton rolls right. Good pass pro by Marti as he crashes into Doman and going for the end zone. And nearly coming up with a grab was Malik Reed. Was in the back of the end zone. Had a step on his man, Adrian Bird, in coverage. Jackson Compton found him, kind of a high, wobbly ball, got it to where it needed to be, but a little bit high as Reed went up for it. It falls incomplete. So Lafayette fails to convert on third down again. This will make it fourth down and five. And those are the kind of reads you want. That's a lot of what we saw last year from Jaron Saunders with Kingston Oliver and, and Carlos Cortez was the ability to get it over that defense. Nice job by Compton there. Just, to, like you said, a little too far. Still in our first quarter, this will be the eighth snap for the Lafayette varsity. Compton back to throw. Two receivers left. Steps up. Avoids the rush. Now rolls to his right. Plants gets away from a man. And he tries to throw right. And the ball is batted at the line by big man 87, Denver Doman. And for the second straight possession, it's a turnover on downs. Boy, oh, boy, has this Cardinal defense come to play. Absolutely. They're... they're especially when you got those guys like Denver Doman, uh, those guys that are stepping up big and getting that pressure on Compton, for forcing 
the bad uh, the bad throws. So technically, two possessions, and yet Lafayette has not moved the chains even. So yeah, that's a real testament to this uh, Lafayette, or excuse me, to this uh, Benton uh, defense. And you know, Benton, we talk about you know a couple of one-win teams in Central and Benton. Reggie Trotter talked about getting better on uh, getting better on the. Uh, Defensive side, Benton, certainly they had some high-scoring games last year. I'm sure they'd like to uh, improve on defense a little bit as well this year. And now on first and 10, ball back to the 25 after the turnover on downs. Jackson Compton throws near side, looking for his receiver and out of bounds intended for Drake Lawson, the junior. Boy, that was a nice throw. But uh, Drake Lawson could not get a foot in bounds, covered down the field by Benton's Devin Hoffman. And that is incomplete. It'll be second and ten. Good confident throw by Compton. Just missed it by that much. Yeah, just led him a little bit too far towards that sideline. And and unfortunately, Lawson wasn't able to get that foot down. Talked about Benton defensively. Gave up 46 points to Lincoln College. 50 to Pleasant Hill. Lost to Savannah 27-0. Maryville 47-12. to St. Pius put 63 on him. And then 50 points Chillicothe put on him. And then they lost to Savannah in districts 31-13. Compton in the gun, trips left, one receiver right, scrambles to his right, throws off his back foot. Ooh, again, not a badly placed ball looking for Malik Reed, but just overshot him by a bit. Pretty well covered down the field, too, by Benton's Adrian Bird. That's three straight incompletions for Lafayette, and just like that, it's third and ten for the Irish. Ball at the Benton 25-yard line. Two more plays for Lafayette's varsity offense, then they'll get six snaps for the JV and subs. And Benton up 18 to nothing after they scored. Their uh, starters scored three touchdowns earlier this quarter. Looks like Benton will get a victory over Lafayette here. Uh, Compton that whole way wanted Reed to go deep. So, But, yeah, good de good stifling defense. It's, it's really good to see for Benton. I'm sure Keaton's proud of his guys. Compton in the gun, two receivers right, one the left. Pressure coming, avoids the rush, and throws nearly went out of bounds, and that ball was looks like it was intercepted. It was. Picked off by Adrian Bird. Was he out of bounds? They're going to say that is an interception. That's three more points for Benton. Thanks to the interception by Adrian Bird, Compton nearly stepped out of bounds far side, just got rid of it, threw it straight ahead down the sideline right into the hands of Adrian Bird. So that will make it 21 to nothing, Benton. So that didn't end well. Another turnover on downs plus the actual turnover itself. So it looks like Compton and Lafayette will run. The Lafayette starters will run one more play. This will be their 12th snap. And then the JV will get six. And that's going to be one where when you're looking oh, at Oh, hang on. Oh. We got a penalty down. Oh. Got a penalty on Benton. This must be on sportsmanlike conduct because they moved the ball all the way up to the 12. I did not. Wow, I did not. Again, we're in an enclosed booth. I can't really hear what's going on out there. Yeah, they moved the ball all the way to the 13-yard line. So this drive stays alive. So first and 10. For Lafayette at the 13, Compton back to throw. All kinds of pressure. Benton brings the house. Doman chases Compton out of bounds. Compton able to get rid of it. Far side, that pass is incomplete. And that'll be the 12th and final snap for the Lafayette starters. Compton finishes one of five through the air on that drive. So, wow, Denver Doman getting all over the place. Adrian Bird had the interception. So, again, they're not keeping, they're not keeping official score either on the scoreboards here. So, I think with that Benton penalty, that probably negate that negates the interception because they moved the ball. If the interception would have counted, Lafayette would have restarted at the 25. They negate the interception due to the Benton penalty, and so because of that, no interception. So 18 to nothing. 
Still the score, Benton on top, and now the reserves for both Laf for the Lafayette offense come in. Saying you mentioned Doman and uh, I, f I forgot the other name you said. <laughs> you said there that were stellar on the defensive possession, but also great coverage. Adrian by, Bird. Uh, Adrian Bird, yes. Uh, but, but great coverage there. I believe it was by Stallworth there on the sideline on that last play. Landon Stalls were yep, uh, senior, uh, yep, linebacker. Uh huh. All right, JV in here for Lafayette. Carter Hewitt in the gun at quarterback. Got trips left, one receiver right. Ooh, low snap through Hewitt's hands. He picks it up, throws out in the flat, incomplete, too high, looking for Braden Simmons, a sophomore. And I'll bring up second and ten. So 12 offensive snaps for the Lafayette starting offense against Benton, and no points. So now the JV will run what they call six unrecorded snaps. That's according to the rules of this jamboree. So first quarter almost over. Again, Benton leading it 18 to nothing. Quarter two features, well, bleh, will feature Central in Lafayette. Quarter three will be Central in Benton. Again, I mentioned in pregame, Central and Benton going to go at it in a regular season game in week three for the first time in 25 years. 1997 was the last time. Two receivers each way for the JV quarterback Carter Hewitt. Running back is Cy Pauley, a freshman. And again, a bobbled snap. The ball is loose. The middle of the field, Benton thinks they have it. I don't. I think Lafayette may have got on that one, though. Yep, it looks like the quarterback himself, Carter Hewitt, able to dive on that. So two bad snaps for Lafayette's backup offense. You got Benton reserves in at defense too. Just to be to, to be clear here, it's JV on JV. Third and eleven, loss of one after the fumble. Third and eleven for the Lafayette ju Junior Varsity. Ball at the Benton 26-yard line. First quarter, Benton up 18 to nothing. Little has gone right for Lafayette offensively, varsity and junior varsity. Yeah, for sure, seeing those young struggles that we kind of talked about, that uh, that they'll they'll work on getting over through through the first few weeks, probably. Mm -hmm. the, you would want to see Ooh, the season. And now, again, Benton brings a blitz, and Carter Hewitt gets buried by Benton's Mitchell uh, Mitchpill Rudolph, a sophomore defensive end. But we got a flag down. And trying to listen. I can sort of hear Jake Phillips on public address. And again, on sportsmanlike conduct, is called on Benton. So they'll move the ball up, and Lafayette will keep possession. Yep, they're going to move it. So again, turnover on downs and turnovers. They put the ball back to the 25, but now they move it up to the 15. First and 10 for the Lafayette JV. About three or more, about three more snaps for these guys, and then that'll end quarter number one with Benton leading Lafayette 18 to nothing. Carter Hewitt in the gun, two receivers each way. Running back on his right is Cy Pauley. Oh, and a high snow, a direct snap rather, a little trickery to Cy Pauley. He takes it, spins away from one tackle, but does not get far. A whole gang of Cardinals are there, leading the stop. Zach Funk, a junior up front. Two yards for Cy Pauley. It'll be second down and eight for Lafayette JV. Ball on the Benton 13-yard line. Be sure to join us next week, week one. StJosephPost.com will be in Rosendale, eight-man GRC action. King City at North Andrew. Two teams who we believe probably going to be playoff contenders. King City, a semifinal team last year. North Andrew, state runners up in 2020. Pre-game 6.30, kickoff at 7 o'clock. Cardinals and Wildcats. And we'll talk about it later in the broadcast. Friday Night Lights on KFEQ next Friday night from 10 to 11. 
with the man off to my left here, Matt Pike. Two receivers left, one to the right. Shotgun snap to Jackson Hewitt. Turns, hands it off, and oh my goodness, getting that handoff was Aiden Hardy, and he got buried by Benton's Gunner Bailey. That's a pretty good football name. As uh, that run went for like one or two yards, but boy, I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, Aiden Hardy will feel that one in the morning. Yeah, great wrap-up there by, by by Bailey. And, man, <laughs> I, I kind of saw it out here to the left, just saw it all over him on top of him. And that will be the final snap for Lafayette's offense. So the only way that Lafayette got first downs in that possession, those 18 plays, was due to Benton penalties. Other than that, the Cardinals played lockdown defense all the way, and the first quarter is in the books, and Benton beats Lafayette. 18 to nothing here in quarter number one, thanks to three touchdowns by the Cardinal uh, varsity offensive players. 18 to nothing, Benton beats Lafayette as Benton and Lafayette shake hands. Quarter number two coming up next between Central and Lafayette, and we'll have it for you next. You're listening to the St. Joseph City Jamboree on stjosephpost.com. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Ben Applenap of Applenap Insurance. There's a lot of uncertainty in our current times, and it's important to know how insurance can protect you and the things you love. Whether you need Medicare, supplement insurance, or coverage for your home, vehicle, or family farm, I'll get you exactly what you need. Helping people is what I do. Give me a call today at Applenap Insurance. Call Ben at 660-564-2406. That's 660-564-2406. Applenap Insurance representing Grinnell Mutual. Since 1945, Nash Gas Company has been the trusted gas supplier of customers in Northwest Missouri. Family owned and operated for three generations, it's always been their goal to offer outstanding service at a fair price. For more information about their heat pool and budget payment plans, go online at nashgasco.com. Proud sponsor of the North Platte Panthers, Nash Gas wants you to know, if your propane dealer doesn't offer you the service you need, give them a call. When you shop with Premier Ag, you can be assured customer service is their number one priority. Premier Ag calls Albany, Bethany, and Stanberry home. And in their house, they have high standards. Premier Ag offers the highest quality in all of their products. That includes fertilizer spreading, spraying, anhydrous application, and even crop protection. To learn more, call 660-425-3733. At Premier Ag, they don't settle for anything but the best for their customers. Riverbend Agricultural Services is a proud sponsor of the Riverside Cyclones football team. Located in Wathena, Kansas, Riverbend Ag Services is a locally owned independent ag input provider specializing in fertility, seed, and crop protection. They also offer custom anhydrous application, spraying, fertilizer spreading, and strip-till fertilizer application. Call Brent or Zach at 785-989-2128. That's 785-989-2128. Call Riverbend Ag Services today.
Welcome back. Spratt Stadium, campus of Missouri Western State University, St. Joseph, Missouri, along with Matt Pike. I'm Tommy Rezach. Quarter number one of this St. Joseph City Jamboree in the books with Benton winning it 18 to nothing as we sit high atop Craig Field at Spratt Stadium on what's become a really nice night, kind of a mixture of clouds and sun as the sun continues to go down behind the Bill Snyder Pavilion. Lights are on. Fans are in the stands. Quarter number one saw Benton beat Lafayette 18-0. Quarter number two, we'll see St. Joseph Central for the first time taking on Lafayette and then uh, Central and Benton to wrap it up in uh, quarter number three. Well, in that uh, first quarter, Jackson Rich, three carries, 11 yards, and a touchdown. He was two for four through the air for 35 yards and a score. Denver Doman had a, uh, a, caught the touchdown pass. Andrew Daughtry, two carries, 24 yards, and the touchdown as well. Uh, Bishop Rush had one catch for seven. Lafayette offensively, just not much to speak of, really. They had 11, Matt, they had 11 yards. The varsity team did in 12 plays. Only 11 net yards of offense. That's a credit to that Benton defense, as we've talked about. Yeah, very, very much credit to the, the, the defense. Great coverage by uh, guys like uh, Bird and Stallsworth there. Also, Denver Doman with great great pressure there on the quarterback. It's a little, a little. I'm sure it's a little unfortunate for Scott Finley the way this is laid out that you have to play kind of back to back. Because I'm sure you'd like a little bit of time to make some adjustments here with your offense. Uh, but and it looks like he is getting a little bit of time to do that here. But yeah, great, great credit, especially to Benton. Great stepping up. I'm sure. Kevin Keaton's very proud of the way his team stepped up in, the, in their first quarter. Well, yeah, well, that's the nice thing for guys like Jackson Compton in the Lafayette offense, Malik Reed. Chance to redeem yourself as uh, Benton will take a break. Benton and Central are quarter three. Well, coming up here in quarter two, it'll be Central and Lafayette again, each team getting uh, 18 offensive snaps, 12 for varsity, six for JV, and then, you know, the teams uh, change possession. They start with the ball on the opponent's 25. So you basically start in scoring distance, right? You're at the opponent's 25. you got 25 yards between you and the end zone. Basically like college football overtime rules uh, to make that make sense. So, again, we'll see uh, Central and Lafayette. And, again, we talked about it in pregame. The Central offense, keep your eye on uh, quarterback uh, Stone Wetlaufer. 2,365 yards passing, 20 touchdowns last year. A couple of different targets uh, that he's got to throw to uh, this year. And uh, Asher Katakis, he is a senior this season. And uh, Katakis, he actually led this team uh, in receiving yards last year, 33 catches, 667 yards, six touchdowns. And if you remember, Matt, uh, Wetlaufer threw to Katakis a 44-yard touchdown in last year's Jamboree. So they played the full length of the field in last year's Jamboree. That's kind of they kind of add little at new twists each year. Uh, so this year it's you know just 25 yards of field to work with. But uh, last year you had uh, Wetlaufer and Jaron Saunders were kind of the two uh, that threw the ball around the yard. But also Carson Newland, who's now graduated, he had a long touchdown to Denver Doman last year, and Doman doing much the same this year as he had a 30-yard uh, catch for a touchdown. So, uh, again, quarter number two about ready to get going. Central and Lafayette Benton kind of going off to the side now. As the Central was the last team to get here, they probably didn't get here until about a half past six and then kind of started uh, to warm up. Uh, coach Reggie Trotter in front of us talking with new Lafayette head coach uh, Scott Finley. And that's the thing for these Lafayette seniors, Matt. They've played under um, Eric McDowell. They played under Ryan Schroyer last year and then Scott Finley coming in to uh, coach. So, you know, that happens in high school sports. You know, it can be cyclical. People take different jobs, and sometimes you're just uh, – you work under a lot of people in your high school career. But, again, Lafayette – 
such a good season last year, but a lot of, I guess, a lot of new. There's only seven seniors on Lafayette's roster for one. Eight seniors, starters, all of them, gone from last year. So uh, lots of new. So that's all. That's exciting for Lafayette, but also maybe a little bit daunting because we talked about it. Nine winning seasons since 2010 for the Irish. But I don't know. People don't like to use the phrase rebuilding year, but it might be a rebuilding year for Lafayette. Yeah, I would say I kind of said there earlier on that, you know, this, like you said, new system, or sorry, new coach, new system. Uh, but they also went through that last year. And I think it's just a lot of having those experienced guys that are used to it, like last year with Jaron Saunders, Carlos Cortez, uh, and the and the so forth nine seniors they, they lost. This year you kind of have a, a new guy stepping in who, who's maybe not as – he had the practices, but he's not as used to that in a game setting. So, so it's going to be – yeah – like like you said, you don't like to say rebuilding year, but uh, it sure s- looks like it might be that way. But we've seen things happen. Yeah, yeah, tough schedule. They they do open uh, with uh, center Kansas City does Lafayette next week at home. They're at Pleasant Hill, home to Benton on September 9th. That was a good game last year. Lafayette beating the Cardinals 28 to 14 at Savannah September 16th. They are home to Sarcoxy on uh, September 23rd. Home to Chillicothe September 30th, and then they're at Cameron October 7th. At Pius, always a tough road trip October 14th, and then home to Maryville. That's the Lafayette uh, 2022-23 uh, schedule. Lafayette and Central did play last year. That's the matchup we're going to see in quarter number two. And Central beat Lafayette 63 to 56, the lone win uh, for the Indians in that 2021 season. Reggie Trotter entering his fifth year at the helm, record of four and 34 in under his watch. But something that Coach Trotter said we were short on time so unable to get to his interview in pregame but something he told me during the week Matt the thing that excites him more than anything is just the buy-in he feels like maybe in his first three or four years guys weren't bought in they weren't dialed in but got strong numbers got some strong leaders back especially on offense I think Central uh, you talk about seniors who haven't tasted a lot of winning I think this is a more determined Indians team this year yeah and, and it's always a tough schedule for Central being in that uh, Kansas City area, but Gr- greater case, Gr- greater case, yeah, yeah. Great, I, I, say, I can't remember the exact conference name. Thank you, uh, but um, but yeah, like you said, that that's that's what it takes to win is having guys that are bought in uh, and know what you, know what you want to do, know what you want to see, and and if and if those guys are bought in, like Reggie Trotter says they are, uh, Central could come out and, and shock some people. It'll be Central at Benton in the South Side two weeks from tonight, September second, first time since '97 that those two will meet in the regular season. Here we go. We have flipped from the left end zone to the right end zone as uh, Stone Wetlaufer leads the Central Indians out onto the field. Quarter number two is underway between, or about to get underway, between the Central Indians and the Lafayette Fighting Irish. Benton won the first quarter 18 to nothing. First snap of quarter number two coming up in the first time we've seen the Central Indians on the field. Wetlaufer in the gun. He puts this one in the belly of Gabe Fields, a returner from last year, and he cuts right into the heart of that Lafayette defense all the way up to the five-yard line. And now I hear the Central fans coming alive below me as uh, Gabe Fields going to work and again right up the gut up to the five-yard line, pick up a 20 and a first down. And if you watch that line on that play, that was a great opening there. And it looked like maybe the the secondary wasn't quite ready for the run because there was just kind of that wide-open hole there for Fields to get. And he almost fought his way to the end zone. First and goal for Central at the five. Uh, Gabe Fields 576 rushing yards, six rushing scores last year and he scored in the Jamboree last season as well. Wetlaufer in the gun. Fields behind him. Two receivers left. Flags down. I think this is movement by Lafayette. It's false start. Half the distance to the goal. Three penalties. Twelve and a half yards for the Irish. First and goal Central at the three yard line. 
Wetloffer in the gun. Fields off to his left. Two receivers left, one to the right. Split out right is Anthony Vassar. Look out for him. Low snap picked up by Gabe Fields. Throws a stiff arm. Crashes through the middle. He's going to be just shy. Brought down at the, ooh, excuse me, the one-yard line. Tackle made there. Wrapping him up for Lafayette. Number nine, that's Martavian Thuston, the junior. So another handoff to Fields. Call it a gain of about one there. He had a 20-yard rush on the first snap of this second quarter. And already, Central knocking on the door. Second and goal for the Indians. Ball inside the one. Central moving left to right. Wetloffer in the gun. Fields behind him in the backfield. Vassar split out right. Two receivers left. Got a tight end in motion as well. It looks to be number 12, Brock Williamson, back from injury. As Wetloffer, shotgun handoff. It comes to Gabe Fields. And he's in there for the touchdown. And just like that, Central takes the lead at 6-0. An impressive run there by Fields once again, just kind of getting there at the middle, bounced off his blocker, and then was able to just easily step there into the end zone for the six points. And now they head back to the, the 25 again. And Central took him three plays to get on the board, and that's exactly what happened with uh, Fields last year, a uh, one-yard touchdown run. So, first and 10 again for Central. They'll put the ball back at the 25-yard line. Stone Wetloffer breaks the huddle. One receiver each way. Vassar off to the left. Brock Williamson comes in motion from right to left as a tight end. Wetloffer, stretch play on a delayed handoff to Fields. Cuts right, then comes back left to the 15, to the 10. Bounces outside of the 5, and touchdown Central! First and 10 at the 25, it took Fields only one snap, and there he goes again, a 25-yard strike, and Central goes up 12 to nothing. And I wasn't the only one there that, that went law for full. I kind of saw him there with the, the handoff and then saw him get back ready up to pass, so I thought that was a play action. Nice run there by Fields uh, to just find that hole and score yet again. 12 nothing Indians, and they've only run four plays on offense. Boy, oh boy, that's exciting. Gabe Fields will tag out, coming in is... Macario Barr, junior running back, wearing number 27. Central, bright blue, or rather not, not bright, like uh, kind of a dark blue uh, jersey, bright white numbers, white pants and dark blue stripes, black helmets. As they're onto the field for the first time. First and 10 after the Gabe Fields touchdown. He scored twice already. Wetloffer in the gun. Again, in at running back is Macario Barr now. Barr will get the carry, spins to his right, cuts inside, what a move, to the 20, to the 15. Lafayette having a heck of a time bringing him down. They finally do at the 12. Holy mackerel, looked like Jared Crabb got juked out of his shoes. And this time it's the other running back, Macario Barr, all the way up to the 13, gain of 12. And Central will move the chains. And kind of seeing what maybe it looks like Central's bread and butter is going to be this year with, with that run game, or at least getting to go in here early. And, and having that two-headed monster with, with Barr and Fields is going to be big for them throughout the season. And Central only 1,049 rush yards last year. Compare that to the 2,300 yards through the air. Wetloffer in the gun, two receivers right, one to the left. Brock Williamson a tight end on the left side. On play action, Wetloffer, clean pocket, throws it right to the end zone. It's caught. Touchdown, Central. Asher Katakis catches it over the head of Malik Reed, the defender. So Central's ran for two. They pass for one. K 
Katak as a lead receiver from a season ago who had a 44-yard touchdown catch last year, catches one for 12 there. It's a touchdown. Stone Wetloffer's first throw is a completion, and it is 18-0 Central. Very, very efficient snaps here. Yeah, and seen very early on here uh, for Central just kind of how effective uh, this offense is going to look. With, with Like I said, the two-headed Wetmonster fields and bar, and then great pass there by Stone Wetloffer putting it right over the hand of Malik Reed. Reed got it up there, just didn't get it up quite high enough to, to deflect that pass to Katakis. So Central will continue to go to work. About five or six more snaps for Stone Wetloffer and this varsity team. Yeah, went play action to Macario Barr there and had all day to throw. Trips right. Receiver left is Vassar. Wetloffer in the gun. Barr off to his right. Snap back. Delayed handoff to Barr, starts left, cuts right, big hole between the hash marks, 20 to the 15, and he's smothered at about the 13-yard line. Takes about three different Irish to bring him down, leading the stop, Martavian Thuston. But that's enough for another first down. Gain of 13 that time for Barr. Another great round of blocking there by the offensive line. This offensive line is is really clicking on giving uh, both the running back and Wetloffer time to, to do whatever they want. It's kind of yes, this what I'm watching now kind of reminds me of what Lafayette did last year. It seems like they mixed up the run and pass really well. Good mobile quarterback, lots of talented receivers. Central's got weapons back. There's there's no doubt about it. Getting a guy like Brock Williamson back from injury. Of course, Brock's dad, Matt, the head coach of this institution, Missouri Western. Two receivers each way. And the motion man is Anthony Henderson. But faking the, they fake the handoff to Henderson, give it left side to Fields on the end around, and he skirts in for the touchdown from 12 yards away. Fields, my, oh, my. He's had one, two, three, four, five carries, three of them for touchdowns. And Central having a party here. It's 24 to nothing. Well, and the way this offense is clicking right here, it's looking—it's looking like we're going to be in store for for a fun third 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 quarter here between Bitten and Central. Amante Henderson, sorry, this uh, writing on this roster is a little small. It looked like Anthony or Anthony, but Amante Henderson was the one they faked it to right. They cut it back on the reverse left to um, again Gabe Fields, the sophomore running back. That's what's so exciting about Fields. Guy is a freshman last year. 576 rushing yards, average 5.6 per carry. Again, against a whale of a schedule, against going up against schools like Platte Valley and or Platte City, rather Platte County. Good lord, Platte County and others. Too many Platts. First and ten for Central. Ball at the Lafayette 25-yard line. Wetloffer in the gun. Macario Barr back in at running back. Two receivers each way. Got Vassar and Henderson on the right, which is the near side, right in front of us. Flags are down, movement up front. I think this is going to be a false start on St. Joe Central. Be the first penalty against Central, it is. So, again, these penalties, the pre-snap penalties, don't count toward that 18-play count. It's the penalties that result in a replay of down. That counts toward your snap count. So, Central's varsity offense, get about three or four more snaps here, and then uh, – and then we'll see the Central JV in for six snaps, and then Lafayette will get it back on offense. 24 to nothing, though, Central. Wetloffer fakes it to Henderson, gives it to Marcario Barr, the tailback. Wetloffer mostly working out of the gun as Barr goes straight ahead, gets most of that penalty yardage back. Barr with his third carry. He's got 29 yards. We're in the second quarter now. Central on offense against Lafayette. Central leading 24 nothing. 
Benton won the first quarter against Lafayette, 18 to nothing. Say nice job by Lafayette there, though. Get, getting that stop after this run game has kind of been doing whatever they want against you. Nice job getting there uh, to, to not allow them to break another big run. Well, yeah, well, Barr's first two carries went for 12 and 13 yards. That one went for four, so got to start somewhere. Second and 11 for Central at the Lafayette 26. High snap to Wetlaufer in the gun. With time, rolls right, throws right. Ooh, in and out of the hands to a wide open Drake Stagner, the senior. A good play design there by Central. <clears throat> Wetlaufer corral a high snap, had all day to throw. The open man in front of him just in and out of the hands. First incompletion for Stone Wetlaufer. So I think maybe just two more snaps here for the central varsity offense, but they've done their work. 24 to nothing Indians. Three rushing touchdowns by Gabe Fields. Another by, and then a receiving touchdown by Katakis. That is Asher Katakis. Third and 11 here. Central, this is their first third down that they've faced in this possession. They've had three first downs already. Wetlaufer in the gun, two receivers right, one to the left. Looks like Macario Barr in at running back. Oh, check that. It's number seven, Clarence Jackson. But on play action, Wetlaufer throws high into traffic, and that is intercepted. Again, that is a dead ball, but it results in three points for Lafayette. Coming down with it, Malik Reed. Senior wide receiver and linebacker. So that makes it 24-3. to An interception or a fumble recovery results in three points. And it looks like Central will have one or two more plays still on varsity. As they well over, just underthrew there into double coverage. Had his receiver kind of get past there to the, the defense, but I think maybe – a wrong route, maybe. Mm. <laughs> I say because because Wetlaufer underthrown, maybe. I think. Uh, I, I, yeah. say, I wasn't sure if it was underthrown or wrong route, but but what, receiver wasn't quite where Wetlaufer was looking for him, uh, and threw that to the interception. Well, yeah, threw it into double coverage. I think the receiver, the intended target, was behind him, and I want to say maybe it was Vassar. But it's now twenty-four to three as Lafayette does get some defensive points here. So on first and ten, back to the Lafayette twenty-five is Central. Two receivers right, two on the left. Snap back. Wetlaufer, clean pocket, stepping up, throws a dart over the middle, a little wobbly, and it's incomplete, looking for number 18. That is Titan Chandler. And that will end, that will be the 12th snap for Central's varsity. So, yes, an interception by Stone Wetlaufer, but Stone also threw for a touchdown. Gabe Fields ran for three. Gabe Fields had rushing scores of one, 25, and 12 yards. Sophomore running back. And so 24-3, Lafayette getting the points thanks to a Malik Reed interception. And now we'll see six snaps of the Lafayette JV defense and the Central JV offense in quarter number two. Central and Benton will round us out in quarter number three after these 18 plays run by the Central back. Uh, 18 plays. Okay, so I'll have six plays for the Central JV here. 18 for Lafayette, and then we'll go to quarter three. So still a little ways to go uh, but here. I, I, say, I believe there's a performance between quarter two and quarter three as well by the LCD dance team. That's right. So that should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb Aguilar, the quarterback now for Central. Three receivers right, one to the left for him. Play action, throws it. A little screen on the right side is caught by Tanner Ledford. Ledford cuts it upfield. Nice little gain there up to the 16. Gain of nine. Second and one coming up. Five more plays for the Central JV. Central leading it 
over Lafayette, quarter number two, 24 to three. So since these are uncounted snaps, I would believe if Central's JV scored, I don't think that counts toward the final score. Again, scoring and clock doesn't really matter as much in Jamboree. They do keep score, but obviously it's more for fun than anything. As the quarterback, Caleb Aguilar on play action, tries to scramble to his left, dives ahead, needed only a yard for the first down. He's got it up to the 13-yard line. Gain of about three. Tackle made there by Lafayette's Alex McKinnon. First and 10 central at the Lafayette 13-yard line, moving left to right, attacking the right end zone. And it's the end zone just in front of the bell at Spratt Stadium, the end zone just in front of the big, beautiful jumbotron that we've got here. 13 more days. Missouri Western will open their season against Central Oklahoma under the lights Thursday night against Central Oklahoma. And you'll hear it over on KFEQ. Two receivers each way for Aguilar. Low snap. He gets it, throws it right. He's got an open man. It's Ledford, and he dives in. His knee was down. He dove his – he had his arm across the goal line. Again, that is Tanner Ledford, the junior, had a catch earlier. The ball was in, but his knee went down before. So he's down at the one-yard line. Gain of 11, first and goal for Central. Good drive by this Indians JV oh, offense as well. Yes, I would say, and just once again, kind of reiterating what I said there with when Lafayette and Benton were running their JVs. A great chance here to look at what you've got behind your great starters. Trips left, one receiver right for quarterback Caleb Aguilar, the junior. And he hands it off to number 25, Claren Jackson, the sophomore. And Jackson finds the end zone. Touchdown for the Central JV. So the Indian faithful, of which there are a lot of people in blue T-shirts below us. It's been a good series for them. So there's still about two more plays left for Central JV as they put the ball back to the 25-yard line. Again, turnover, turnover on down, touchdown results in the ball going back to the 25. And no, they're not driving the length of the field. Central is at the Lafayette 25-yard line. Again, a little different from last year. Kind of varies year to year with this jamboree, but always fun. So after a couple more snaps here by the JV, we'll see Lafayette's starting offense against Central's starting defense. Caleb Aguilar shown some maturity. He is a junior. Trips left, one receiver right. Snap back, Aguilar rolls to his left with time. Thought about running, now he's going to throw it far side. It was tipped by the intended target, number 87, Dalton Penland, junior tight end. Had a couple different options. He had also... Down there, Tanner Ledford. Ball was thrown on the run, a little high, tipped and incomplete. And that will end Central's possession on offense. A good one at that. So officially 24-3. to Those are the 12 snaps on varsity that they count. Six uncounted snaps by JV. But still, there was a rushing touchdown uh, for Claren Jackson, the running back for Central for the JV offense. So good, efficient quarter for Central against the Irish. And now... We'll see Jackson Compton and the Irish varsity offense back on offense, or back on offense. Jackson Compton and the starting Irish are against now Central's starting defense for 18 plays, 12 varsity, 6 JV, first and 10 Lafayette at the Central 25 here in quarter number two. A chance, Matt, for this Lafayette offense to redeem themselves after, again, no first downs, no points, only 11 net yards against Benton starters in the first quarter. Yeah, I say, and that and that's kind of what you want to do. Like you said, this is not unofficial score here. Uh, kind of just uh, winner is 
I, I don't know if it's official or not, but they <laughs> but, keep track. But they, yeah. they, 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 they do keep track. Uh, but yeah, a, a great chance. Scott Finley got a chance to talk to his guys a little bit between quarters and see what they can do here to, like you said, redeem themselves. First and 10 for Lafayette at the Central 25. Jackson Compton puts it in the belly of Tristan Marti. Marti had a few carries against Benton, didn't go for many yards, and nor does this carry against Central. Marti with his third carry, three carries for. They're going to say he lost a yard. Three carries for negative six yards. Whole slew of Indians bring him down. Second and 11 for Lafayette. Again, 18 plays they'll get here. And, of course, Tommy, another big thing to watch on this drive is something we talked about pregame, which is how this defense uh, reacts because that's something that Reggie Trotter emphasized a need for. Wetlaufer in the gun. Little toss sweep to the right. Trying to see a jersey number here. It's a big tackle for Central out of bounds. Making the stop is Anthony Vassar. And on the carry, that is number two, Blakely Eaton. Eaton did get five yards. Big stop out of bounds, though, by Anthony Vassar, the senior. But a good run. Yeah, they'll give him four yards. Eh, five, because it was second and 11. Now it's third and six. And that was Compton in the gun. Eh? <laughs> you said wet lover. <laughs> ah, crap. <laughs> it, it happens. Shaking the rust off. That's what these jamborees are for, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. It's all, not, not only rust for them, rust for us. <laughs> all right. Third down and six now as Compton throws a low wobbly ball looking for Tristan Marti down the field. It's incomplete coverage for Central. Clarence Jackson as well as number 23, McCavion Roddy and on the coverage as well. A great coverage there by Jackson, I believe it was, that lost his footing there trying to get turned around to, to get to that ball, but, but good coverage all the way down the field. And I think the ball slipped out of Compton's hands a little bit because, yeah, it just came out wobbly as could be. Fourth down and call it six. Uh, fourth and seven, it looks like, yeah, at the 22. Lafayette again, fourth and seven at the central 22. This will be the fourth snap for the varsity offense against Central. Central leading it 24-3. Snap back to Compton, rolls to his right. Compton can certainly scramble. Pump fakes, he's going to run for the first down. He's close. But I think, yeah, he stepped out a couple yards short, so that is a turnover on down. So Lafayette 0 for 4 on third and fourth down so far in this jamboree. That's against Benton and Central combined. Not a bad gain. Uh, pickup of about 7 on the run. For Compton, he's had two carries for 12 yards, and we've seen him get away from pressure. He can certainly scramble in that backfield and make things happen with his feet, but the end result is a turnover on downs. And Lafayette will get eight more plays of eight more snaps for their varsity offense here with Central leading it 24-3. to Again, Benton won the first quarter against Lafayette 18 to nothing. Then Central and Benton will square up for our third and final quarter. Compton, delayed handoff left side on a stretch play to Tristan Marti. Goes for maybe a yard. A flag is down. I think this is going to be a hold on Lafayette. And if I had to venture a guess, that would be a hold by Zach Pribble. Playing on the left side of the line, trying to create a hole for Tristan Marti. And is a holding call as Lafayette marches it back. Four penalties for 22 and a half yards called on Lafayette. So after the hold, it's first down and 20. And again, this is a penalty where they replay the down, so that does count. So 
that's that's tough. You know, penalties in a real game are tough, much less when you only get 18 snaps and a penalty counts against that number. So now, oh boy, first and 20 for Lafayette, all the way back to the central 40-yard line. So this is the longest field that anyone's had to play with so far tonight in this jamboree. Compton with three receivers right, throws to the motion man. That's Blakely Eaton, and he catches it, turns up field with a 40 to the 35, gets some of that penalty yardage back, but a great open field tackle by Marcario Barr to bring him down. And that only ends up being a gain of five yards because he caught that ball in the backfield, did Blakely Eaton. Yeah, nice gain little, of five. Yeah, nice little, I, I don't know if you'd call it a bubble screen or not. but I think so. <laughs> a, a, a nice little bubble screen there to Eaton to, to get some of those yards back. That's kind of what you need, nice little motion. Well, and before that, Compton had had five straight incompletions. So, yeah, any, any little chunks that Lafayette can get certainly helps. Jackson Compton under center. Blakely Eaton again in motion from left to right. Compton, snap back, looks left, throws left. That pass is caught by number six, Tristan Marti. Marti with a hole, but flags are down 30-25. Tumbles out of bounds. Far side inside the 20. Again, good play design, but holding. And for the second time, I think it's going to be on the left side of the line. So that's going to march Lafayette backwards again. And that's going to, again, count toward their... 12 snaps of varsity offense. Unfortunate, great catch and run by the senior Tristan Marti, one of seven seniors on that Lafayette roster. 24-3 Central leading Lafayette here in quarter two. <clears throat> so Lafayette, their first holding call put them back all the way back to the 40. Now this holding call puts them back. The line of scrimmage was the 35. But it was the spot of the foul. The uh, holding was called at the spot of the foul. 10-yard penalty. So it backs them up to the 39. So nearly back to where they started. Second down and 19 for Lafayette at the central 39-yard line. Only about four or five snaps left for the Irish varsity offense with central leading at quarter number two, 24-3. Man in motion again is Blakely Eaton from left to right on play action. Compton avoids the rush, lobs a kind of a little wheel route to Blakely Eaton. Eaton caught a high pass and falls down on his own. Again, Compton threw that under pressure, able to get it off. Eaton makes the catch up to the 35, but just a gain of four yards there. Well, and after five straight incompletions, even with the penalty, three straight completions now for, for uh, Car or Carmen. So so you are starting to get some momentum here back a, yeah. a little bit. But Although one of those three doesn't count because yeah. it was a penalty. Yeah. But, but yes, at least progress. Third and 15 for Lafayette. Ball at the 35-yard line. Actually, this is third and 20 because the first down marker is at the 15. I stand corrected. So it was second and 25 a moment ago. Compton in the gun. Trips left, one receiver right. Compton back to throw. Pass is caught here. Malik Reed catches it on the near side. Cuts across the field to the far hash mark. But a lot of east-west, not a lot of north-south. Central chases him down. The very fast Clarence Jackson. That's going to be a loss on the play. Again, a lot of running there by Malik Reed, but he lost about two yards on the grab, his second catch of the day. And for the fifth time in this jamboree, Lafayette fails to convert on third down, and that was third and a mile there. So make it fourth down, and let's see, they're at the 37. Fourth and 22. Oofta. Two receivers each way. Compton in the gun. Running back on his left hip is Tristan Marti. 
Down to just a couple more snaps for the Lafayette varsity. Compton straight back to throw. Pressure coming. Dumps it off to, I believe that's Marti. No, that's number, sorry, that's number 22 on the catch, Caden Hughes. But Hughes doesn't get very far as Central's Nathan Mentz, the defensive end, brings him down. We've seen Hughes in the formation. That's the first catch he's made. Doesn't go for very much. Gain of three. A turnover on downs for Lafayette yet again. That's the fifth turnover on downs in this jamboree for Lafayette. And a, a good job here by this central defense kind of forcing uh, the Lafayette receivers to go east-west and stopping that north-south there. Lafayette trying to do a lot with their feet here. Unfortunately for them, not able to turn it upfield because of that swarming defense. So it's a turnover on downs. One or two more snaps here for Lafayette's varsity offense. First and 10 Irish at the central 25. Central leading at 24-3 here in the second quarter. Two receivers each way for Compton with running back Tristan Marti off to his right. And Compton straight back to throw. Dumps it off to Marti. Marti able to follow one block. Gets a few yards short of a first down. Tackle made there by Central's Travis Curtis. Senior defensive back. Decent gain, though, for Marti, a nine-yard reception. That's his first catch. And yet, Lafayette has not had a first down. They have not achieved a first down on their own. Benton gave them a couple via penalty in that first quarter. Second and one, still the varsity offense on the field. Two receivers each way, Compton in the gun. Marti off to his left. Four down linemen for Central. Man in motion is Malik Reed going from right to left. Reed now bunched to the near side left. Hand off Marti, and he'll have a first down across the 15, down to about the 13-yard line. Runs into the middle of the central defensive front, bringing him down there. Look to be the number 12 face this way, please. Yes, Brock Williamson with a tackle. Oh, Marti, let's see, three yards there on the run. And that is the first offensive first down for Lafayette in this jamboree. 24-3, the only points for Lafayette against Central came thanks to a Malik Reed interception earlier in this quarter. Three points for an INT or a fumble recovery. Still the varsity offense on the field. First and 10, Lafayette at the Central 13. Compton in the gun, two receivers each way. Snap back. Compton stepping up in the pocket. Going to take off and run with room to the 10, to the 5. Bullies his way. He's going to be short. Standing him up just shy of the goal line was Clarence Jackson. A couple other Indians swarm in to finish the job, but it's going to be a first down. But I believe that's the last varsity snap. So Lafayette achieves a couple of first downs. First and goal at the two. Well, maybe not. Looks like the varsity offense is still on the field. Feels like they've run 10 snaps already, but nonetheless, good run by Compton. Gain of about 10 or 11 yards. I'll give him 11. First and goal, Lafayette. At the central two-yard line. 24-3, Indians. Lafayette looking to score their first touchdown of this jamboree. They were winners of this event last year. Two, one receiver each way. Tight end on the left side. For Compton in the gun. Back to throw. Rolls to his right. Throws it low and incomplete. Looking to hit his man, Blakely Eaton. It was open on a little out route. But just low, and I believe that's the last snap for varsity is now Central's varsity defense with high fives. They're very happy as they come off the field and hold Lafayette out of the end zone, Matt Pike. I was saying, saying a nice little 
hip bump there for the coaches as well. So, <laughs> so that was it's, it's always fun to see as as, as these guys getting, especially even in a Jamboree setting, these guys getting pumped up for uh, for doing everything, executing perfectly, or maybe not perfectly, but executing well. There you go. Yeah, that was very very close to a touchdown. I thought Blakely Eaton would have had that, but Compton again had to kind of scramble to get away. And that, so that's 12 snaps for Lafayette's varsity offense, and now we'll see six snaps between Lafayette and Central's JV. So the score remains Central 24, Lafayette 3, quarter number two. Six more plays, and this quarter will be done, and be ready to fire up quarter three between Central and Benton, a preview of a week three matchup in the south side. Of course, Lafayette and Benton play week two. I believe so, anyway. Well, actually, no, wait. It's uh, Central at Benton Week 2, Benton Lafayette Week 3. Central at Benton Week 2, and then Benton at Lafayette Week 3. There you go. In a quarterback for Lafayette again, Carter Hewitt. Saw some snaps against Benton's JV. Hewitt straight back to throw. Has a man in one-on-one -on -one coverage. That is incomplete. Great play on the ball by Central's. Uh, looks like number 18. Yes, Tyson, Titan Chandler, rather. In on the coverage. Wait, that's 13. Yeah. Not, not 18, that's yeah, 13. Blake Verasca, the junior, knocks it away. Intended target for Lafayette was number 15, Ty Nance. We're high up, and that was on the far side, so a little harder to see. But it is incomplete. Second and 10, Lafayette. For the JV, five more snaps here to end out this second quarter. Getting in at quarterback Carter Hewitt. Hewitt. Gives it off to Cy Pauly on a delayed handoff. Nowhere to go. Central plugs the gap. And on the stop, Jonas Perez, junior defensive lineman for Central. Loss of two. Make it third and 12 for Lafayette coming up here. So if Central would beat Benton in quarter number three, they'd be the winner. But if Benton wins, they win. So be to the victor of the spoils in quarter number three. That should be exciting. So it looks like Lafayette, after taking a loss to Benton, will take a loss to Central here in this jamboree as well. So Lafayette, this is their last handful of plays, and then the Irish can go home if they want after this. Stepping up to throw Carter Hewitt before he can, though, sacked for a loss. That time, number 58 got through. Aiden Linville, a senior this year, one of 18 seniors on that Central roster, makes a nice play. Two sacks so far for Central. Loss of about five. Be fourth and 16. As Lafayette's JV offense still with a couple more snaps here before this quarter is over. 24-3, Central the lead. Again, no running clock in this jamboree format. He would again the quarterback. Two receivers right, one to the left on fourth and long. Chooses to hand it off again to Cy Polly And Polly with a little bit of daylight, but not a whole lot. Chasing him down again, it's the big man Aiden Linville, as well as number 22, 22 Jaden Shiflett, sophomore defensive back. Turnover on downs, ball back to the 25-yard line, so a couple more plays here for the Irish. But Central, once again, Matt Pike holding down the fort. Yeah, very, very swarming defense here, even by this this JV. And, like, <clears throat> and Reggie Charles got to be happy to see happy to see that after putting such an emphasis on the 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 need of defense. First and 10, Irish. Yeah, Reggie Trotter used the word inappropriate when describing giving up 50 <laughs> points a game last year. 
getting outscored on average 50 to 19. Ooh, as Lafayette nearly throws a pick. Carter Hewitt trying to go over the middle. Looking for number 11, Braden Simmon. Tipped in and out of his hands, nearly a pick for Central. It'll, it'll fall incomplete. Draws a cheer from the Central student section. Of course, the city, they have the softball jamboree coming up tomorrow morning, and then the volleyball jamboree Tuesday. The volleyball jamboree, a lot of fun last year. That was at Looney. I believe it's back at the Central Coliseum, the CHS Coliseum this year. A lot of excitement for that volleyball one. I think a lot of good volleyball teams here in the city. And, of course, LeBlond, state runners-up last year. Due for another big year this year, I think, as Pewitt, Jackson Hewitt, rather. No, not Jackson, Carter Hewitt. Jackson Compton's the starter. Carter Hewitt's the backup. Throws over the middle, incomplete. Flag is down in the backfield. It's on Lafayette. The penalty's declined, and that will end quarter number two. Central, again, coming off the field, exchanging high fives and hip bumps. Central, victors in quarter number two. Gabe Fields was the star, three rushing touchdowns. And Stone Wetlaufer threw a touchdown as well in the second quarter, threw it to Asher Katakis. So the Central Varsity made the most of their 12 snaps against Lafayette. And Malik Reed had an interception for the Irish, but the Central defense holds strong, keeps Lafayette out of the end zone, and Central beats Lafayette here in quarter number two, 24-3 over the Irish. So a nice one for Central. So it'll be winner take all in quarter number three. Benton won the first against Lafayette, 18 to nothing. Central beats the Irish, 24 to three in our third and final quarter. It'll be Benton and Central coming up right after this. And the winner will win the 2022 High School City Football Jamboree. We'll be right back. You're listening to the St. Joseph City Jamboree live on stjosephpost.com. Since 1945, Nash & 45 Gas Company has been the trusted gas supplier of customers in Northwest Missouri. Family owned and operated for three generations, it's always been their goal to offer outstanding service at a fair price. For more information about their keep full and budget payment plans, go online at nashgasco.com. Proud sponsor of the North Platte Panthers, Nash Gas wants you to know, if your propane dealer doesn't offer you the service you need, give them a call. Windmill Insurance Agency, located in Hamilton, knows that insurance can be a complicated matter, but it doesn't have to be. Windmill Insurance specializes in farms, plus auto, home, health, and life. Call Mark Hill for your custom quote to see how much money you can save. 816-583-7333. That's 816-583-7333. Call Windmill Insurance, get a quote, and see how much you can save. At Windmill Insurance, it's not complicated. Brian Chalou is fond of telling his friends that he couldn't bear to give up his childhood dump, give up his trucks, so he exchanged them for bigger versions. Chalou Excavation and Construction does more than just haul dirt around. They also do site preparation, grading, trenching, and many other soil-related tasks. For more information on how Brian and the crew can help you, call 816-261-7796. And yes, they do operate some very large pieces of heavy equipment. If it has to do with dirt, then Chelu Excavation and Construction are the guys to do it. I love her. She's beautiful to me in every way. I love everything about her. How she looks, the way she moves, her strength. And I just can't explain how it makes me feel when she whispers. Oh, baby, you know what I like. 
Take care of the one you love. Take her to Highway 36 Auto and Diesel in Osborne and make sure she stays in top condition. Our expert mechanics know diesel and gas engines and they do it right. So don't trust your girl with just anybody. Bring her to Highway 36 Auto and Diesel online at hwy36auto.com. Hickson Klein Funeral Home located in Gower is a valued sponsor of the East Buchanan Bulldogs football team. Family owned and operated, Hickson Klein has been helping families with the next chapter of life after the passing of a loved one for more than 50 years. For more information, visit hkfuneralhome.com. Proudly sponsoring the East Buchanan Bulldogs throughout this football season, Hickson Klein Funeral Home wishes them the best of luck each and every week. Say hello to Crockett Family Farms Produce. Conveniently located on State Route, located on KK and Rushville, Crockett Family Farms raises their own produce right on site. From sweet corn, pumpkins, squash, and gourds to a greenhouse full and bright with beautiful floral arrangements. Open daily from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. September 11th through October 31st. Stop on in and check out all their fall produce and decorations. Crockett Family Farms Produce, proud sponsor of the Decab Tigers. Andrew County Oil, with their tanker wagons and tankers, has been a family-owned petroleum business for 37 years. Located at 8751 Highway 71, just north of Savannah, Andrew County Oil also offers a fully stocked offers a convenience store and kitchen. If you're in the mood for a fresh burger or maybe pizza and wings, Andrew County Oil is the place to go. For food, call 816-324-0341. For the tanker service, call 816-324-5654. Andrew County Oil, proud supporter of the North Andrew Cardinals. Welcome back. Craig Field at Spratt Stadium, Missouri Western State University in St. Joseph on a pretty nice Friday night. Friday night football back with our jamboree coverage here on stjosephpost.com. I'm Tommy Rezach, Matt Pike with me as well. First two quarters are in the books. Benton beat Lafayette 18 to nothing, and then Central beats up on the Irish 24 to 3. Taking a look at uh, some of uh, Central's numbers on offense from that second quarter. Again, Gabe Fields did a lot of the dirty work there. Five carries for 22, 47, 59 yards. Five carries, 59 yards, and three touchdowns. Gabe Fields had rushing scores in that second quarter of 1, 25, and 12 yards. Stone Wetlaufer didn't have to do a whole lot through the air. He was 1 of 2 for 12 yards and a touchdown. Asher Katakis with a 12-yard grab. And then a Macario Barr had a pretty nice quarter as well. Three carries for 29 yards. Once again, Lafayette just kind of struggled to move the ball a little bit uh, on the offensive side. Uh, through two quarters, Lafayette is done in this jamboree. They uh, have finished, and now we'll see uh, Central and Benton coming up next. But Jackson Compton uh, ultimately uh, completes uh, six of 13 passes. He had no interceptions. He uh, did have three carries for uh, 23 yards. Uh, Lafayette really struggled to run the ball. That, that was kind of the big thing there. Uh, Tristan Marti finished with four carries for negative one yards. Marti also had a catch for one yard. Malik Reed, two catches for nine yards. Blakely Eaton, two catches for nine. He had a rush for five yards. And then uh, also you had uh, Caden Hughes, one catch for three yards as well. But uh, Matt, you look at kind of the chunk yards that Central was able to get versus what Lafayette was. Lafayette felt like a lot of dink and dunk stuff here and there, whereas Central, especially when their varsity offense was in, it was big plays, it was run, it was pass, 
and I was just really impressed with the way Stone Wetlawford was able to manage it. Very mobile, a little play action. They opened up that pass game. But really, the dynamic duo of Macario Barr and Gabe Fields, I mean, that central offensive line opened up all kinds of holes for them. Yeah, and we've kind of seen that. We saw a lot of that two-headed attack through last year uh, with a bunch of different teams. Um, East Buchanan had the Crew Conway and Trevor Klein last year. King City had Parker Muff, uh, and they had a good guy behind Parker Muff, but I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, but, uh, you know, that two-headed attack is always really big for, uh, for, for a run game, and, and I think that will be something that if Central can continue – uh, to carry that into greater uh, Kansas City Suburban Conference play, that like, like I said, they, they could shock some people and and get Reggie Trotter his first multiple win season uh, and win multiple games. What was it for the first time since 2018? 2018. I mm-hmm. said I wasn't down on Central on my notes here, uh, but yeah, it, it could. It's it's. I think it's gonna be a fun year for Central Indians fans. Yeah, seeking their first winning season since 2013, seeking multiple wins for the first time since 2018. The Indians won and nine last year, beat Lafayette in that overtime shootout. It was basically the Jaron Saunders Stone Wetlawfer show in that game uh, last fall, in which the Indians won 63-56. You also factor in Claire. Jackson is someone who can run the football. He had 62 yards rushing on 17 carries last year. Macario Barr, kind of limited opportunities uh, for, for him last year as a sophomore as he had 27 carries, 84 yards, and a touchdown. So you got Barr and Jackson coming back. Gabe Fields, who was a freshman, really came on strong last year with those six rushing touchdowns, was the team's lead rusher with 576 yards. But don't overlook Stone Wetlawfer's ability to run the ball either for Central. 322 yards rushing on 51 carries. Four fumbles, but he did have a rushing uh, touchdown as well. Just two lost fumbles for Central while running the ball uh, last season. But Wetlawfer, nine games last year, nine out of the ten they played, uh, Wetlawfer had a carry. So very mobile guy, obviously has a big arm. So uh, certainly I think Central will have the ability to put points on the board. Big question for them again, I believe, is defense. They did lose some starters on that side of the ball. But Central, good numbers this year. 18 seniors. I think they have a little bit more depth than they have had in years past. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, optimism abound uh, for Central. And it's kind of cool, Matt, worth mentioning that last week, obviously Chiefs training camp was here. They left yesterday. But uh, someone who played at Central his freshman and sophomore year uh, before transferring to Blue Springs and eventually playing at Kansas State, He's now a Kansas City Chief, Elijah Lee. He uh, got to talk to the team uh, a little over a week ago, and uh, it's really cool when you talk to Elijah. He's a guy that went to 15 different schools in his youth. He shared that with us at camp. But when he talks about St. Joseph, he talks about it like it is his home. He went to Central his first two years of high school. He actually was an assistant, helped out at camp, was a towel boy, and uh, handed water to players when he was in high school. So really cool to see a former Central Indian and now NFL linebacker talk to Coach Trotter's kids. Oh, so you're just talking about how important Central, or not just Central, St. Joe is to Elijah Lee. He was also the Mosaic player sponsor there uh, for for Mosaic, and his big reason for doing that was the Bartlett Center, which I, I got to go down to that press conference right. uh, and, and hear the way that he talked not just about St. Joe but about the Bartlett Center about the mental, need, health. The mental health and the needs for the uh, the the west side of the city so so to speak where I think it was the west side <laughs> where where Central is and, mm-hmm. and and the needs there and and, and yeah he, he, he really cares about the city it's, it's really cool to see that how much it means him like you said 15 different schools finished his career at Blue Springs so you, you could think that he might be known for a Blue Springs player but uh, yeah. Well, it's uh, interesting when he was at podium, 
Kansas City reporters, you know, said, how does it feel to be back in Kansas City? And I understand that. But then I was able to ask him, I said, you know, one of the schools you went to was Central. Does being back in St. Joseph, you know, what kind of memories does that spark? And he talked about, you know, his early memories going to Chiefs camp when he was in high school and getting to help out there. So learned, yeah, a lot of great information. Yeah, what a stand-up guy uh, advocating for mental health, for the needs of this city. So uh, really cool. And then, of course, you got to think, like you said, he did go meet talking to a central practice. And, and you got to think that had a huge impact on these kids to mm. hear about – the need and how hard you need to work. And, and, and that's going to be something And Reggie Trotter talked about once again, how these guys have bought in. Maybe that was a factor. Maybe they were already bought in, but, but getting to hear, hear from a pro, just the purpose of hard work and how much they're going to have to put into this is going to have not just an impact this season. I think it's going to have a lasting impact on all the, on all these kids. One other Jamboree score I want to pass along. Uh, Bishop LeBlond, who was playing at East Atchison, that Jamboree, a couple final scores there. East Atchison beat LeBlond 32-30, to while Nottoway Valley beat Rockport 16-8. to So that's a Jamboree final there. Again, our final score in quarter two, Central 24, Lafayette 3, Benton won quarter one, uh, 18 to nothing as well. So, there you go. Uh, a few uh, out-of-town Jamboree updates for you as well. Still one more quarter to go here in St. Joseph between Benton and Central, and we'll do that right after this commercial break. You're listening to High School Football in the St. Joseph City Jamboree on stjosephpost.com. Stay with us. Riverbend Agricultural Services is a proud sponsor of the Riverside Cyclones football team. Located in Wathena, Kansas, Riverbend Ag Services is a locally owned independent ag input provider specializing in fertility, in seed and crop protection. They also offer custom anhydrous application, spraying, fertilizer spreading, and strip-till fertilizer application. Call Brent or Zach at 785-989-2128. That's 785-989-2128. Call Riverbend Ag Services today. You started hauling freight to see the countryside, the open road, and you like helping folks. But there's always more red tape and a bunch more paperwork. You got enough to worry about, so we make things easier. When you need help with your rig, Johnson's Diesel Service and Union Star is the place to call. Count on them for everything from service to engine overhauls. Johnson's Diesel Service will get you back on the open road ASAP. Call 816-593-2127. That's Johnson's Diesel Service. Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. Mark Matthews, your St. Joseph Edward Jones financial advisor, understands this. That's why Mark is a proud sponsor of Mid Buchanan Dragons football on KFEQ. For all your investment needs, call Mark Matthews at 816-232-5757 or stop by the office at 3300 Dell Avenue in St. Joseph. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Welcome back. Craig Field, Spratt Stadium, Friday night, under the lights at Missouri Western. Tommy Rezach, Matt Pike for this 2022 St. Joseph City Jamboree. Well, Lafayette won the Jamboree in 2019. They were technically winners last year, even though it was rain-shortened. But the winner of this quarter will win uh, the Jamboree this year as the Central Indians and the Benton Cardinals team captains meeting at midfield for the coin toss. For Benton, it's been since 2015 that they won the Jamboree Central, last winning it in 2018. Central, though, does have the most Jamboree wins 
of any school. 34 total. The Indians won this event every year at one point, their longest streak from 1995 to 2001. In recent years, Central has won this event in 2012 and 2016 and 2018, like I said. For Benton, has been a little bit longer. They haven't had quite as much success in this thing in recent years. The Cardinals winning this event in 2011 and 2015. That was the last time Benton does own 12 total wins in this Jamboree event. First one in 1948 has been played every year since then, all but two, 2010 and 2020. Of course, 2020 was canceled due to COVID-19, but the fortunate thing was the state of Missouri was still able to play football that year. Not as much the case. I was living in Minnesota at that time. They played only about four or five regular season games, and then high school sports were shut down before Thanksgiving again. So what a crazy time that was, of course. Uh, but we needn't be reminded of, of all of that. As uh, Central breaks the huddle there, it looks like we'll see their offense first. So, again, 12 varsity snaps, six for the JV. Teams change possessions, and then we'll be out of here as we've been playing for about an hour and a half already here tonight. Week one officially getting underway next week. Join us for week one, eight-man action. King City at North Andrew. But here we go. The central offense operated smooth as they beat Lafayette 24-3 in quarter number two. We'll see what the Indians have this time. As they hand it off, Gabe Fields. Gaping hole on a delayed handoff in the gun. And he is uh, brought down in the middle of the field by Trey Nowak. But Fields... Wow, what turned on the afterburners there. Gain of 17 yards, and just like that, it is first and goal for St. Joe Central. And Benton looked like they were expecting the run to the right, <clears> bringing <throat> a lot of pressure that way, and that just opened up that wide open hole to the left there for Fields. First and goal as Central breaks the huddle. First and goal at the 8 for a 17-yard strike by Fields, who had three touchdowns against Lafayette. Wetloffer in the gun, Fields in the backfield with him. Two receivers and a tight end on the right side. Vassar split out left, and Wetloffer fakes a handoff to Fields. Wetloffer runs left, spins away from one tackle, stood up just shy of the line of scrimmage. Tackle made there by the senior Bishop Rush, saved a touchdown. Great fake by Wetloffer, pulled the ball from Fields late, had a little running room to the left. Benton seals off the hole, and still a gain of four, gain of four yards on the rush. First time we've seen Wetloffer take off and run in this game. So he had at least one bitten defender there ready uh, for Wetloffer to run. Like we talked about last quarter, he does have the mobility, uh, but just able to spin off that tackle, still worked for the first down. Second and goal for or Central. Second. Yeah, you're good. Se second and goal for Central, ball at about the two. Wetloffer operating in the gun, two receivers right, one to the left. Williamson, the tight end on the left side. Kind of a low hip-level snap to Wetloffer, hands off, Gabe Fields. He's in. Touchdown, Central. Want to make sure, yep, that is number three at the bottom of the pile. Comes off walking a little gingerly, though, as he got up under a pile of players. But still, Gabe Fields from three yards out. Yeah, it looks like Gabe's going to come out. Doesn't look like anything serious. Trotting off a little bit slower, but how about that? A fourth touchdown in this jamboree for Gabe Fields, and it's 6-0 Central. Now, we talked last year how Stone Wetloffer was the, the guy to watch here in the Jamboree, and I'm sure he'll be still a guy to watch. But Gabe Fields, sure putting on a, putting on a show here for the fans. Well, yeah, Gabe Fields, uh, Reggie Trotter, you know, was able to mention him when we talked during the week. 576 rushing yards, six touchdowns as a freshman in the greater KC Suburban. That's nothing to, to turn your head at for sure. First and 10, Central after the touchdown. Ball at the Benton 25-yard line. Central attacking the right end zone, moving from left to right across your radio dial. Wetloffer in the gun, trips right. Vassar split out left. Running back now would be Macario Barr. 
Wetlofer gets the snap. Clean pocket, gonna take off and run to the 25, to the 20, bounces outside with a block, 15 to the 10, a few men to beat, he'll get there, touchdown, touchdown central, oh, what a run by the senior quarterback, Stone Wetlofer. Got the shotgun snap, took off like a rocket, beat three defenders around the outside, took it the rest of the way, had two Cardinals on him, and he still takes it in for the score. Central off to the races again at 12-0. And we didn't see a lot of that mobility from Wetlaufer uh, there against Lafayette, but coming out of the gate right now against Benton with two big runs there uh, with that one earlier where he spun off and a great run there to get the, the touchdown. And now two all-purpose scores in this jamboree for Wetlaufer. Had a throwing touchdown to Katakis against Lafayette and turns on the afterburners with that run. I saw him get room to the middle, then he cut it to the left, burst to the outside, got the corner, got the edge on one defender, had two guys waiting for him inside the five, and he still found his way to the end zone. Unbelievable run. And that's only been about three, four, five snaps. Central's varsity still got time to do damage. Wetlaufer back to the air, throws, and that is caught at about the 13-yard line. That catch by number 11, Landon Reyna. Brought down on the play by Trey Nowak. Landon Reyna wearing number 11, a junior. First time we've seen him make a catch. It's a good one. Up to, uh, let's see, where do they mark that? At the 13s, that's a gain of 12 and a first down. Wetlaufer, two of three through the air. First and 10, Indians in working again. They're already up 12 to nothing. And they've got it first and 10 at the Cardinal 13 in this final quarter of the Jamboree. Winner take all here for the event. Two receivers left and a tight end that side. Anthony Vassar on the right. Wetlaufer, delayed hand off to Fields. Great blocking, great burst of speed. Touchdown central again. Gabe Fields take a bow, young man. 13 yards on that one. And how about five touchdowns in this Jamboree for the sophomore running back? And I think if there was such a thing as Jamboree MVP, it would definitely be going to Gabe Fields. Definitely, like I said, putting on a show, just continually getting huge runs uh, there, finding big holes for as he gets his fifth touchdown there of the day. It was. He has had rushing touchdowns of 1, 25, 12, 3, and 13 yards. And back to work goes Central. They put the ball back at the 25. Still about five or, snow, five or so snaps left for this varsity offense. So 18 nothing Central. Yes, Benton's offense is going to get a chance, Matt, but boy, oh boy, is Central setting the bar high. Yes, uh, definitely making it definitely making it hard uh, on Jackson Rich. Yeah, getting themselves some insurance. First and 10, Central at the Benton 25-yard line. Wetlaufer in the gun, trips right. Anthony Vassar left. Wetlaufer, pressure from behind. Denver Doman knocked the ball out, and Benton recovers. It is a dead ball. Brody Hendricks recovers. Denver Doman, two of the best in the city right there. Doman blindsided Wetlaufer. Wetlaufer went to throw. The ball did not go forward. It's a fumble. Three points for the Cardinals. It's 18-3. Just the second turnover we've seen all game. Both of them have been by Central as Wetlaufer threw a pick late in that second quarter against Lafayette. But what a play. What a rush around the left side there from Denver Doman. I would say Keaton talked about how big Doman's going to be, and he's showing not only his, his presence on the offense, but on the defense today. And Doman had a receiving touchdown in the first quarter against Lafayette. But again, it's a turnover. We're back to the 25, first and 10. Wipe your, wipe your slate, do it all again. Fields split out wide to the left. He gets the toss from Wetlaufer on the right side, end around to the 20, throws a stiff arm. 
tripped up at about the 11-yard line. Good tackle by Landon Stallsworth to trip up Gabe Fields, but not before he gets 14 yards on the end around. Nice little bounce back there by Central after the turnover uh, to get that big run by Fields there to the outside. We've seen a lot of Fields up the middle, uh, but a nice little job on the reverse there. Yeah, they split him out left, came in motion to the right, and Wetloffer just tossed it to him, ran around the right side, and again, Stallsworth tripped him up. But by that point, Fields had the first down and a bit more. Gain of 14, first and 10 Central. Ball will be at the Benton 11-yard line. So just shy of a first and goal here. Wetloffer in the gun. Two receivers right. Tight end on the right side, Drake Stagner. And you got Anthony Vassar alone on the left side. Man in motion from right to left is Titan Chandler. Wetloffer, play action. Throws it over the middle. Ball tipped in the air and intercepted. Intercepted Devin Hoffman. Intended target was Amante Henderson. But again, getting his hands on it was Hoffman. I wasn't sure he'd come down with it. He did. Two turnovers here for Benton. So the Cardinals trying to close the gap a little bit. With that, it's 18 to six Indians in this quarter. I was saying right after we talked about Central making it a little difficult on the on the Cardinals, the defense stepping up big here. Like you said, like you said, getting back into it and. Keep trying to keep the momentum on their side. Well, remember Benton's defense. They kept Lafayette out of the end zone. They forced at least a couple of fumbles. They didn't recover them, but forced a couple of bad snaps by Lafayette. They, The Benton varsity defense held Lafayette to 11 net yards. So, yeah, Benton's defense, they've played well tonight. This bodes well for this uh, Week 2 matchup coming up between Central and Benton in the south side. Wetloffer in the gun, two receivers each way. Gabe, oh, nope, that's Macario Barr off to his left side. Again, the man in motion is Titan Chandler. Uh, delayed handoff. Nope, it is Fields. Fields to the right side. Eludes one tackler and brought down, wrapping him up. There was Jackson Rich for Benton. Gain of about six for Gabe Fields. Bring up second down here. A couple more plays for the Central Varsity offense in this game. We're in the third quarter. Lafayette 0-2 tonight. They lost to Benton in the first, 18-0. Lost to Central in the second, 24-3. Winner take all on the field right now in quarter number three with Central on offense leading Benton 18-6. Three quick rushing touchdowns by Central in the second quarter. Two by Gabe Fields, one by Stone Wetloffer, but back-to-back -back uh, turnovers. A fumble recovery by uh, Brody Hendricks and then an interception by Devin Hoffman. Two receivers each way for Wetloffer in the gun. Now Macario Barr in it running back. Wetloffer gets the snap at eye level. Back to throw. Throws left, and that one is caught, but not for very much. Anton uh, Amante Henderson makes the catch, but big bruising tackle by number three, Adrian Bird. Short of a first down is Henderson. First catch of this game, though, for him. Gain of three yards. It'll be third down and one. Zayn, this is something that, if, as a head coach, you want to see your defense do, is that Benton, they got down early, but they're making these adjustments on the fly and getting into the right position, and that's going to be huge if you're, if you're able to continue to do that through the season. First and ten, Central. So they do give them a first down. They had the, it marked third and in inches, so that will be a first down for Central. After the short catch by Amante Henderson, the sophomore receiver. Wetloffer in the gun. Two receivers each way again. Rolls left. Now comes to his right, avoiding the rush. 
And he is hit, tries to go for a run. Denver Doman knocked the ball out, though. As he went to run, it's recovered by the Cardinals. Brett Henderson, the senior, picks it up. Holy cow. So that makes it 18-9 to after a third turnover. And we do have an injured Central Indian in the middle of the field. Well, you hate to see this in a jamboree, of all things. Is that Macario Barr? I can't tell. Coaches are quickly on the scene. It is yeah, Macario Barr walking very slowly off. It seems like he's almost kind of, a, it looks like maybe lower body, one of his legs. Walking really slow, not necessarily favoring one side. Coach Trotter with an arm around him helping him off. So that that's the last thing you want to see in a jamboree is a varsity contributor get hurt. But with that, I do believe, yes, that is it for the varsity offense for Central. 12 plays, so six plays of JV for both teams. Central leading it 18-9. to Three turnovers has brought Benton back in this thing. So Benton's varsity offense with 12 snaps, and they'll try and close the gap. And Benton would only need two offensive touchdowns to take the lead. So some critical snaps coming up here. Six JV snaps here first, though. Caleb Aguilar, the quarterback. He fakes a handoff to his running back, Claren Jackson, and taking off is Aguilar. Good run up to the 18. Game of about seven or so. Tackle made there by Benton's Andrew Daughtry. And that'll make it second down and three coming up here. Central operating at the Benton 18-yard line. We're in the third quarter. Central 18, Benton 9. Again, these JV snaps, according to the rule, six unrecorded snaps for the subs in JV. So they don't count toward the final tally. But still, good opportunity. And the bright lights of Spratt Stadium in front of Good number of fans from all over town, north side, south side, and central. Snap back to Aguilar on second and three. Throws on the run. Pass caught. Max Halsey catches it in stride. He's inside the 10 and down to about the four-yard line. Benton's Mitch Pill Rudolph brings him out of bounds. Max Halsey, the junior, brings it in. It'll be first and goal for the central JV at the four-yard line. Aguilar's been impressive, too, in the uh, opportunities he's had this game. I was saying if it wasn't for Stone Wet Lover's mobility, I, I would have wondered if Reggie Trotter would run kind of a change of pace thing where maybe there were some plays where Aguilar's in there as a runner. Uh, but, but obviously, Stone Wet Lover, he can kind of do it all. So, so, so but, but a great opportunity here for Aguilar to stay warm and stay ready for any opportunity that he may have during the season. First and goal central at the four-yard line for the junior varsity. About three or so more snaps for the Indians, and then teams will change possession. And they'll get Benton and Central on varsity for 12 snaps with Central leading 18-9. to It's a whole new ball game as Aguilar hands it off to Claron Jackson. The sophomore is in, touchdown Central. So the Central JV makes the most of this opportunity. Again, this won't count toward the score or the result. The JV and subs, their snaps are, again, uncounted snaps. But still, a good finish to that possession, and now they'll put the ball back at the 25. Just a couple more snaps left for Central JV, getting toward the end of this 2022 Jamboree. First play was at 6.54, so he started a bit early. Getting all these teams in action next week for week one. Benton at Northeast Kansas City to open their season. 
Lafayette home to center next week. And then St. Joseph Central, I believe they're home to Ruskin. Yep. Those are the openers for all three. And Central at Benton week two. Benton at Lafayette week three. We will not be there for Central Benton week two. We got East Buck Savannah that week. But we will be in the north side for Benton Lafayette week three. As uh, Caleb Aguilar on first down throws one far boundary on an out route to Dalton Penland. That's incomplete over his head. Out of bounds toward the Benton sideline. Second and ten. Of course, we remind you, too, I mentioned this earlier in the broadcast, Friday Night Lights is back on KFEQ for a second straight year, but at a different time. So for our first six weeks of high school football, you'll hear games right here on stjosephpost.com. And then um, 10 to 11, week one of nine of the regular season, every week on 680-95-3-KFEQ, Matt Pike will host Friday Night Lights. Basically, it'll be a fast-paced hour. Final scores from all over the area, plus uh, interviews with area head coaches as well. And then week seven and into the regular season, after the Royals have completed their season on KFEQ, week seven through nine in postseason, you'll hear high school football on Friday nights on KFEQ. Get all the information at stjosephpost.com as the quarterback, Caleb Aguilar, throws one out in the flat. It's caught and taking it the rest of the way for the touchdown is number 86, Caden Montemayor, the junior. And so the Central JV able to get into the end zone twice on two tries. Uh, Sam, like you said, unrecorded snaps here, but great to see, I'm sure, for Coach Trotter here what his JV can do uh, in this kind of competition because this is as close as you're going to get, at least this week, to real competition uh, after weeks and weeks of just kind of hitting, hitting each other. <laughs> So week one through six here on the post, King City at North Andrew next week. Week two, we got East Buck at Savannah. Week three, Benton at Lafayette. Week four, LeBlond at St. Joseph Christian. Week five, Savannah at Benton. Week six, Stanberry at North Andrew. All right here, this outlet you're listening to right now, stjosephpost.com. And then week seven, Mound City at South Holt. Midbuck at East Buck. Truman at St. Joe Central. That's week seven through nine. You'll hear those games on the AMFM dial, 680-953-KFEQ. Another couple of snaps here for Central's JV after the touchdown. First and 10 on the Benton 25. Caleb Aguilar back to throw, and then he takes off and runs. Gets up to about the 20, then he stood up hard right there by Austin Zambrano. The freshman making a big tackle, ushering him out of bounds, and that will be it for Central's offense, it appears, as they come off the field. So 18-9 Central at the end of those 18 snaps. So Central scored 18 points Boom, 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 three rushing scores, but then three turnovers, two fumble recoveries, two forced fumbles by Denver Dolman. One was recovered by Brett Henderson, the other by Brody Hendricks, and then an INT by Devin Hoffman. So it was 18 to nothing. Suddenly it's 18 to nine, and now Matt Pike, even though this game doesn't count, big moment, early moment for sophomore and starting quarterback Jackson Rich to give Benton their first Jamboree win since 2015, if he could pull this off. Yeah, this is, this is big for him and... Like you said, it doesn't count, but these these get this game just means probably just as much as any other game to these guys. So, so I'm sure he's looking forward to getting that chance to shine or shine in the lights. Bragging rights on the line, no doubt. As Jackson Rich throws one out in the flat to Denver Doman on first down. Doman, the 200-pound senior, fighting off a couple of would-be tacklers, finally ushered out of bounds there by Nathan Mentz, senior on senior there. So first time since the first quarter. We've seen Benton's offense go to work, and Jackson Rich to Denver Doman. Doman's second catch of the day, two catches for 35 yards and a score for Doman. The basketball and football standout 
Lost his buddy Carson Newland, who graduated from this school earlier this year. Man, Doman's already, I mean, you talk about what he's done in his three years, basketball and football, very talented athlete. Seeing some of the best in the city on display tonight. Second and five for Benton. Rich in the gun, two receivers each way. Gets the snap, stands in the pocket, throws high, going, end zone, overshoots his man in double coverage, looking for Devin Hoffman incomplete. Often thinks there should have been pass interference. There is none. And on the coverage for Central appears to be number 23, McCavian Roddy. Also Anthony Vassar over there. Third down and five coming up. This will be the third of 12 snaps for the Benton Varsity offense. Central leading at 12, or excuse me, Central leading at 18 to 9. And the winner of this quarter wins the Jamboree. Both of these teams beat the Irish of Lafayette earlier. Third and five, Rich in the gun. Running back off to his right, two receivers each way. Snap back, Rich throws right, incomplete, looking again for Hoffman, overshot him, well covered and honestly almost picked off by the senior Travis Curtis, and it'll be fourth down. So this is a big opportunity. If Central can get a stop here, this will be the fourth snap for the Benton Varsity offense. Trailing Central is Benton 18-9. As Benton comes up to the line, they break the huddle. Trips right for Jackson Rich, running back off to his right. Rich will get the snap, fakes the handoff to Bishop Rush. Rich tries around the right side, gets away from one tackler, stops short of the marker, though. Drake Stagner brings him down. He got away from an Anthony Vassar tackle, but then Stagner finished the job. That's a turnover on downs, and the ball will go back to the 25-yard line. So four plays for Benton. No cigar, no first down. Central holds strong, and Benton will try again. Again, the Cardinals need two scores. A touchdown, like in a regular game, is six points. Central, tra uh, Central leads Benton 18-9. So if Benton were to score 12, they would go up 21-18. Remember, Central could score three points if they get a pick or a fumble recovery. So not decided yet, not over yet. Jackson Rich in the gun, two receivers each way. Again, his running back is Rush. Rolling to his right is Rich. Throws it over the middle. Ooh, to an open man. It was in and out of the hands of number nine, Landon Stallsworth. It was bobbled. Denver Dolman went for the bobbled football, but they're going to say it's incomplete. Wow, that one kind of a lob, kind of just lobbed it, did Rush, kind of, Rich, rather, Jackson Rich, runs to his right, found his open man. I mean, that was in and out of the hands of Landon Stallsworth. Nearly caught on the tip by Doman, but it's incomplete. It looked at, at first maybe, Matt, like a dangerous throw. There was a, a number of central defenders in the area, but uh, probably a pass that should have been caught. Either way, it is second and ten for Benton. Yeah, a lot of credit to Rich there. He's making all the right reads on this drive. Yes. Just uh, just can't just hasn't gotten the completions. One receiver each way, bunched tight to the right side is Andrew Dautry. As Rich goes back to throw, lets it fly for Doman to the end zone incomplete. It was a little short. Doman got tangled up with Central's Travis Curtis. There is a flag down, and now Denver Doman a little slow to get up. The two just got tangled up inadvertently before the ball got there. The throw was a little short, but that is going to be pass interference in the end zone, I believe, too, by Central. Doman has his helmet off, gets up under his own power. He's as tough as they get here in St. Joseph. But have to believe this flag is going to be interference. It came in the end zone. 
Again, Travis Curtis covering Denver Dolman. Dolman will continue as he gets up under his own power, puts his helmet back on. And this will be an automatic first down. It would have been third and ten for Benton. But this will be this is the first penalty assessed against Central in this game, by the way, in the Jamboree. 15-yard penalty. And an automatic first down. Central 18, Benton 9. I'm saying good to see Doman getting back up under his, under his own power because getting tangled up like that, like he did can sometimes be scary, especially when you're down the way he was there for a little bit. So it is first and goal now for Benton at the 10. Central 18, Benton 9. About five or six more snaps left for the Benton varsity. The winner wins the Jamboree. Two receivers each way, Rich in the gun. Bishop rush off to his left, snap back to Rich. Stands in the pocket, pumps, floats it over the middle, caught Landon Stallsworth short of the, the end zone, though only a few yards. Ball came loose late. Brock Williamson went for a fumble recovery. It's going to be whistled dead, though. Gain of four yards on the catch. A quick little dump off to Landon Stallsworth. Stallsworth had a rush for four yards earlier this jamboree. It's a gain of five, though, on the pitch and catch. Second and goal. <clears throat> well, if Benton is going to win it, they probably have to score here and then probably have to operate quickly in the few snaps they'll have left after this. Because, again, 12 snaps for the varsity offense and defense in this quarter. And I believe Benton has run seven plays. Benton breaks the huddle. Second and goal at the five. Central 18, Benton nine. Fun way to end this jamboree, quarter number three. Jackson Rich under center with split backs. Got a running receiver bunched tight to the right. Hands off to the tailback. Bishop Rush. Plows his way. He's in. Touchdown, Benton. Bishop Rush on his first carry of the game, if you can believe that. He had a seven-yard grab earlier. Takes that one in five yards in for the touchdown, so that makes it 18-15. to 15. Boy, oh, boy. Central in the lead, but Benton with a handful of plays left for varsity offense, and they'll get it first and 10 at the 25. And now I'd imagine Matt Pike, you'll see Jackson Rich probably go to the air a few times here. I'll say they did exactly what you said they needed to do right there was score, and and now you got four or five, what, four or five plays left mm -hmm. to, to kind of get downfield and, and get another one and, and bring this home. Jackson Rich in the gun, trips right, rush on his right hip, snap back to Jackson. Rush providing that pass pro as Rich throws it over the middle, caught, snagged by his fingertips by Adrian Bird. Bird's going to be a little shy of the first down. Brock Williamson brings him down along with Lucian Haney. Uh, let's see, gain of nine on the catch there. Yep, gain of nine for Bird, his first catch. Bird had a rush for five yards against Lafayette earlier tonight. Second and one for Benton. Just a few snaps left. Central 18, Benton 15. A touchdown would win it for Benton. But if Central gets a turnover, they'd get three points and they'd win this jamboree. Who knows what could happen? Denver Doman split out wide left. Looks like Devin Hoffman on the right side. Two receivers right. Pistol formation here for Rich. The man in motion is Landon Stallsworth. They pitch it to Stallsworth. He gets the corner, gets the first down, then shoved out of bounds by Clarence Jackson. It is a first down inside the 15-yard line. Good run by Jackson. A little trick play there for Benton. Needed only a few yards. Let's see. They're at the 16. Yeah, it's only a gain of one. Yeah. A lot of, again, a lot of east-west running. So, yeah, nice trick play there by, by Benton, but also a nice job by Central to kind of read that and, and force him east-west. 
did he did luckily get north and enough for that first down but uh but a nice nice defense and a nice nice play first and 10 benton at the central 15 central leading it 18 to 15 in this third quarter of this winner take all quarter of the jamboree trips right for rush back to throw a little pressure avoids it rolls left goes end zone incomplete looking for denver dolman great coverage there McCavey and roddy not the most accurate of balls denver dolman again a little slow to get up but does get up Alone, under his own power. And now down to just the last couple of snaps here for the Benton varsity offense. Central fans making some noise. Strong Central student section showing here tonight. 18 to 15, Central leads Benton, quarter number three of the Jamboree. For Central, this would be their first Jamboree win since 2018. They hold on. Be their fourth win in the Jamboree since 2012. The central fans getting even louder now. Rich in the gun, trips right, one receiver left, second and 10 at the 15. Rich back to throw, pressure coming, gets hit from behind, he's dropped for a sack, and that might do it for Central. Nathan Mentz, the senior defensive end, blindsides Jackson Rich from behind, and that is it for the varsity snaps. The Central sideline comes on the field celebrating. This game isn't actually over yet. Yet the, the central bench practically cleared, celebrating the sack by Nathan Mentz. But that's only the end of the 12 snaps. The JV still has to go. So that's a little premature celebration on central side that's going to be on sportsmanlike conduct. Obviously pretty easy call for the refs to make. I mean, central just crowded the field. You're a little fired up in this jamboree. That was Benton's last play of varsity offense. It is on sportsmanlike conduct. Well, will they give the varsity one more snap after that, I wonder? We'll see. Yeah, Dolman's still on the feet. They, Benton might get another snap here. Unless they add one more to go, but either way, it's on sportsmanlike conduct. The marker is at second and 10 at the 15. So that should put them half the distance to the goal and an automatic first down. That's a five-yard penalty up to the 10. Okay. Wow. So I, yeah, it looks like yeah, varsity will still Benton's varsity stays on the field, so we're not done yet. But great sack for Mentz, but the celebration penalty assessed against the central sideline gives Benton another play here. So make it first and goal Benton at the ten. Central eighteen, Benton fifteen. Cardinals would win with a score. Central would win with a stop. Here we go. Trips right for Rich in the gun. Bishop Rush on his right side. Dolman, a tight end, bunched tight to the left. Rich back to throw. Rolls right. End zone. Caught with his tiptoes. Was he inbounds? Devin Hoffman. Central says no. No official sign yet. Hoffman caught it. Touchdown, Cardinals. Unbelievable. On the last snap, Benton's Jackson Rich. The sophomore finds senior Devin Hoffman on his tiptoes in the near side of the right end zone. Flags are down again, and it's by the central sideline. A central player, Joshua Chico, protesting the call against Central's bench. Needs to stay past the sideline. And again, another penalty by Central. That one is declined, but Benton just scored. Devin Hoffman, the five-yard grab from Jackson Rich. And that would make it 21 to 18 Benton. And I think all that's left are the JV snaps. Will they even elect to run those, I wonder? 
It looks so, like both teams are going to just call it a day. And the Benton Cardinals are winners of the 2022 St. Joseph City Jamboree. Benton defeats Lafayette 18 to nothing. Central goes up on Benton 18 nothing to start this third and final quarter in a winner take all. Three turnovers by the Benton defense make it 18 to nine. And then a Bishop Rush touchdown. And then at the 11th hour, literally, Jackson Rich finding the senior Devin Hoffman for a five-yard touchdown after an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on the central bench. A dramatic end to this city jamboree. And Benton, for the first time since 2015, and for just the third time since 2011, winners of the St. Joseph City Jamboree. Matt Pike. That was – I – I'm almost speechless there uh, for for how that ended, but man, oh man, what a, what a great moment for Benton! What a you got to wonder, even in a jamboree, if that's something Trotter uh, is is gonna talk to his oh, team I'm about sure, yep. because uh, you know premature celebrations like that just can't happen, uh, even even in a jamboree setting like this, because they can uh, obviously as we just saw uh, <laughs> cost you a game. So, uh, but, but a great effort by all three teams, you know, mm -hmm. to, to knock, to knock that rust off uh, and get, and get back in. And just once again, congratulations to Benton for winning it, uh, winning this after so long. And Nathan Mentz was nearly the hero. He sacked Jackson rich at the tail end of that third quarter. Either Benton had one more snap or the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty gave Benton one more snap. Benton had it first and goal at the 10, Took advantage. Was it the 10 or the 5? I think it was the 10. Yeah, it was a first and goal at the 10. And it was Jackson Rich finding Devin Hoffman for a 10-yard winning touchdown on the final play of this jamboree for the varsity players. And Benton walks it off against Central 21-18 after Benton shut out Lafayette in quarter one. The Benton Cardinals are your 2022 St. Joseph City High School football jamboree champions here in 2022, congratulations to Benton as they win this uh, city event. And again, bragging rights, pride, rivalries, that's all on the line. And Benton will celebrate and with their fans from the south side who are here tonight. Benton wins it over Central 21-18 to to win the event. And we'll be right back right after this on stjosephpost.com. 